No. Capture the Frag. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Capture the Frag. This is episode 5. Uh, as per usual, I am Briggy, your host. Uh, unfortunately, we have two members of the podcast that are essentially dying right now. So one more than another. Yeah, one is pretty close to actual death, and another <laughs> one is just another one is just a giant pussy. <laughs> which one is which? You'll never know. They know who they are. Luke's the giant pussy. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm also joined by some new random voices. Uh, on this week's episode, I am joined by... Phil. Chris. Joe. That's four people on this podcast. We are slowly getting a bigger group together. Not moving up in the world, though. No, no. We've <laughs> quite possibly moved down <laughs> with the horse and the We've definitely moved down. So oh, we can move down from... I could have a deal. <laughs> That's true. We, we were going to have uh, a pretty large cast this week anyway because uh, we plan at some point to talk about Deadpool because we all saw it. Uh, we'll do that probably later in the show so we can put it, like a spoiler warning for people to stop listening. But uh, before that, we're just going to go ahead with the roundtable. Um, so, Phil, you mentioned you've been playing some games and doing stuff this week. I have. What have I you have. actually been doing? I knew I was going to be doing this, so I was like, right, I better actually do something with my evenings. Um, so, last night... Uh, board game stuff. Played uh, some Imperial Assault. Oh, the, uh, the my... expensive Star Wars game. Yes, with my brother and one of his friends. You, you commented on last week's episode <clears throat> that when I mentioned Firefly was expensive, but it's, that's yeah. the average price point. £45 is about right for a big box game. In that, in which case, we can definitely say that Imperial Assault's expensive then, right? That's like yeah, 65 like a 60 pound, That's a £60 yeah. Pound game. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a couple that are that sort of size. Descent. It's basically Star Wars Descent for anybody out there who's played Descent, the board game. It's Star Wars that. With a few tweaks, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed playing Descent and playing Imperial Assault is great. And we were playing the the Twin Shadows campaign, um, which has Boba Fett in it. Ah, so cool. that was quite cool. Um, playing the first first instance of that with the two of us as rebels and my brother as the Imperial. I've player. only seen the pictures of it on Amazon, but that's the one that actually has like a big plastic ATST, right? Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah, which yeah. that in itself, I might just get the box for just so I can have that on a shelf. It's pretty cool. Yeah. How big the, is that? Is that like is that actually um, four inches, five inches tall, maybe? Yeah, that's actually big, bigger than it looks on it's, the images. I thought it was gonna be like. like it's a fair. It's a fair size. No, no, it's a fair size. It's just sort of twenty-eight mil scale, kind cool. of Warhammer scale, make the figures. So yeah, it's. <laughs> Phil's been on the podcast for like five minutes. Warhammer's Warhammer already, already <laughs> accidentally. Warhammer um, is to you as Star Citizen is to me. <laughs> Sort of, except Warhammer has been a thing for a long time. It's already been released and killed off, in fact. <laughs> and they're, both, they're both quite expensive. 
Yes, <laughs> yes they are. And yes. have a cult following. But I, if I put money into my one, I get something for it. As opposed to a promise of one day maybe receiving <laughs> something. <laughs> Less about that. <laughs> what about a different star? Yeah. Um, so there's, there's actually a new... That's the second Fantasy Flight game that's come out recently for Star Wars. Because they've also got... Um, they're the ones that do X-Wing on Armada. <laughs> Armada, yeah, they've got Armada. Do, do they do X-Wing? No, X-Wing's not theirs. Armada mm. is. Armada's okay. Fantasy Flight's offering. And they've got another one coming out this month, I think, called Rebellion, which is a big board game. 32 star systems on it, 150-something pieces in the box. Lots of star systems. So is um, this like the Star Wars version of the Firefly game we played last week? It looks kind of like that. It's almost like a grid of planets from what I've seen, and you basically do missions to go and grab stuff. So similar kind of premise i guess cool um but yeah that's that's an interesting one that i'm gonna look out for is imperial salt good it is good yeah it's it's kind of i always describe descent as an easier version of D for anyone that doesn't want to go into the overhead of D, but wants to play that kind of style of game um and imperial assault is that but star wars so yeah, yeah tom has descent and we've been talking about playing it but he says oh the rule book's quite big and i have to like read it all and do that yeah chris you played descent haven't you because i'd um i ran a game for you richard and paul on one of the games nights that we had you were stealing crops from goblins oh yeah, yeah. actually that was quite an interesting uh, yeah mission play yeah so it's so, that but <clears throat> star wars that but star wars yeah other than that... So it comes with like multiple tile sets that you have to put together. Yeah, basically. And then the expansions have tiles that can then fit in with those. So it's, That's cool. Yeah, and you can buy the, the characters and stuff. Usually you get them as, as flat tokens, but you can actually buy separate blister packs of the characters if you want. Painted or unpainted? Reason. They're unpainted. So That's kind of a pause to do Whether that. or not you, you prefer that, uh, I prefer them unpainted, because then I can paint them. Yeah, so. I saw the ones in, in Descent uh, that Tom yeah. has. I was like, oh... If I could just paint those, that'd be cool. So I might just steal his descent ones and paint them. Yeah, yeah. I've got plenty of uh, minis from games like that. Zombie Side comes with a ton of zombies that I need to get around to painting at some point. So um, yeah. Other than that, I played a lot of Crash Bandicoot this week because <laughs> going retro. I, yeah, I jumped on um, jumped on my PS3 and I was like, what could I buy? And the first thing I searched for was Crash, and they had all the crashes. So I've been playing a lot of Crash Bandicoot three because that is the best of the crashes. Is it? Yes. Yeah, I have a lot of nostalgia for the first one, but 3 is better. I thought it was all about Crash Team Racing. That's not bad. PlayStation's Mario Kart, if it's, you will. It's kind of shit Mario Kart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it does That's a bit more generous. It's shit yeah, Mario Kart, yeah. It, it doesn't hold up well. I've got Mario Kart. I'd much rather play that. Um, yeah, Crash 3. So, so wait, it's, it's made by... It's Naughty Dog, isn't it, that did Crash? Yeah. yeah. Who did... As well as Uncharted, they did another one, didn't they? It was... Jack and Nexter? Was that there? No idea. I think that was them. Because I, th- I remember seeing online um, before Uncharted 4 came out that there was a bit of a like a theme going on with everything they did. They did Crash, 1, 2, 3, Crash Team Racing. Jack and Nexter, 1, 2, 3. Then Jack Team Racing, or whatever it was. Jack and Nexter Racing, a uh, card game. So surely it should have been Uncharted 1, 2, 3. And then a Jeep racing game in the middle of the Sahara or something. Uncharted Team Racing. Yeah, right? That's not quite the same <laughs> ring to it, but yeah, that could have worked. I would have played that. Yeah. And obviously, we don't, yeah. we don't need to talk about, uh, <laughs> about about Crash Bandicoot that much, do we? I think everyone agrees it's an awesome game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody who's listening to this, I hope, will have played it at some point. I'll put it in the show notes because I guarantee yeah, someone's who, like, who has not Crash Bandicoot? If you haven't and you've got a PlayStation, it's like £4 for each also, of the games. Also, why are you listening to this podcast? Yeah. yeah. Just got a question. 
your three listeners, you? <laughs> All of which are sat around the table. Pretty sure it was 96 Crash first came out. So I'd have been about eight when it first came out. That's when I got my PlayStation. So I'd have been it's six. got a lot of memories. So, I was three. Yes, you weren't old, you weren't old enough to play that. <laughs> I was still playing Mario at the time. On the snares? No, if it was 96, that would have been the N64. Was that out by then? N64 is 96 itself, yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go then, yeah. That would have been Super Mario 64, the best 3D game I've ever played. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's quite a claim. I think it's the first like properly good 3D game I've played. And then like a couple of months later, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good start doing your games. Yeah, and <laughs> did you still say... Mario 64 better 3D game than Ocarina of Time uh, maybe better 3D platformer okay, I can't, yeah. think, of, I can't yeah, think of a 3D platformer that's quite as good as apart from maybe Super Mario Galaxy it took them many years to surpass 64 yeah 64 yeah. is still fun if you go back and play 64 it's still a really good platforming game yeah I can't really think of any other big platforming platformer games of that time I mean 2D there's lots of them but 3D yeah. platformers and Sonic just got worse over time I guess Crash kind of <laughs> Counts sort of. It's not really 3D. It's more linear. Yeah. 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 It's kind of. You can't really go sideways. It's a little bit like Star Fox on foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's new Star Fox coming out this year, isn't there? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's supposed to be. I don't know if it's. It was supposed to be out before Christmas. So it's gonna do what the Legend of Zelda games did to us. And just I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty, yeah, Star Fox Zero and the next Legend of Zelda are both gonna go on the NX. We're gonna just skip the Wii U entirely. Yep. The Wii U's not bad though. I always have to stick up for the Wii U because there's a lot of good games on there. And I did play um, Xenoblade Chronicles X recently. I bought that just after Christmas, and I've put like 40 hours into that game. And I've still not finished it. That thing is huge. It's a massive JRPG without all the regular trappings of a JRPG. It's more of an action RPG, and it has giant robots. So you yeah, everything that you need really out of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's not just you don't just play as giant robots. You have to get in a giant robot, and you don't get a giant robot to pilot until about twenty-four hours into the game. Wow, <laughs> that is a lot of commitment. Yeah, I forgot about giant robots. I was like, yeah, I'm playing this for the giant robots, and then eventually, like, oh, would you like a license for a giant robot? Like, oh shit, they exist in this game. <laughs> yes, I want a giant robot. That'd be really useful right now. That is that is a really good game. Anything else this week? Not that I can think of. Mm. No, no. My week is mostly doing work things because that's how fun I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Django Rest Framework. It's good stuff. Will be one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. Chris, how was your week? Do anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you weren't going to speak then. Please <laughs> go shake your head. I was still uh, brewing of what I've actually done, but yeah, no, generally nothing. Been reading a uh, Stephen King novel, that's it. That's officially the first mention of any book on this show. He, you served me simply because he's closest to you in circle. Yeah. <laughs> Ranger podcast, sorry guys. Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting all this? What have you done this week? Um, I'm playing quite a lot of Rogue Legacy just now, so it's quite old. But it's a little dungeon crawler game that I picked up on Steam for about a pound. I think I own that. It's so much fun, but you have to get past the first playthrough. So I'm now on my fourth playthrough and everything just fucking kills me. Is it actually a roguelike game? So it's, when you say dungeon crawler, mm. is it one of these ones where you sort of reveal more fog of war as you move around? 
Yeah, so you kind of randomly generated, more randomly generated levels. You fight your way through a dungeon, and then there's three other region through a castle, and then you can go into like hell, and you can go up and fight in different areas to fight different bosses to then fight the Fountain of Youth, and it's got a whole big to fight the Fountain of Youth because it is evil, (laughs) and it's gone through this whole big story, and you regenerate. And you play through your generations. And then once you complete your fighting the fountain of youth, it tells you how many generations it took. And it like replays all of your people and it tells you how many of each type of mob you've killed. And it's quite good fun. But it's very silly. I should know that. I'm pretty sure I actually have that installed on their list of I should play this on Steam. It's, it's really been installed quite, like a year at least. I've got two things to find and then I've found all of the runes and all of the equipment and I have unlocked my entire house. Oh, awesome. <laughs> how long has it taken you? Um, about 150 hours. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, so over like just this week then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's over like three years or something. Wow. Okay. And I've like spent a lot of time on it. That's a lot of commitment to like a one pound Steam game. It is so much fun. <laughs> that's, because that's value for money, right? There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all your expensive games. <laughs> I'm all about my Steam sales. But yeah, it's quite good fun, and it's just a bit silly, and I don't have to concentrate because. Oh no, this person's rubbish, so I've died. I've also got unlocked the part where I can now be half man, half dragon. Yeah, wow. that's how ridiculous this game is. I'm half wow. man, half dragon, and you can't... You are shrugged, though. You hold a sword, <laughs> but you can't hit anything with your sword while you're a dragon. You have to just spit fire at people. And that's all you do when you're a dragon. So I die pretty quickly as a dragon. But That seems wrong. I think it is wrong. I think there is a way to do it, and I'm just rubbish. <laughs> After 150 hours, how I swing sword? I know how to swing the sword, and I know how to dash forwards and backwards. And then I've unlocked like quadruple jump and some really cool runes and stuff, but nothing exciting. Have you ever played Spelunky? I think I have it, and I yeah. think I was really shit at it. Because oh, I was okay. really shit at a lot of things. Because <laughs> you mentioned roguelikes, and that is like the number one roguelike of sort of the modern era. Mm. Everyone keeps like, Splunky keeps, keeps getting updated now and has a lot of stuff in it. I played a lot of Splunky, but yeah, I need to try out like, Rogue Legacy. It's I didn't know it was a roguelike. Yeah, it's not, well, it's not I've, seen, I've seen the Steam it, banner for it's it. It's not a true roguelike if you don't have to restart when you die. Mm, yeah, because that's kind of what makes roguelikes roguelikes. Well, you, you castle restarts. You start again. So you rediscover your entire castle every Re- time unless you pay lots of money to not do that. So the ca- in-game money, yeah, obviously. In-game money. Yeah. I don't. I'm not spending not real game money. <laughs> the one pound was it. <laughs> they ain't getting anything more than that from me. So it's kind of like that, but not very. Mm. So you keep your achievements and your stats and stuff. Do you keep your levels and things? Or do you, you keep your levels. Right, so yeah. I am now at level yeah. like four hundred. Yeah. And everything else is at level seven hundred and oh, solidly okay. kicking my arse because wow, okay. it all scales with you. Which is quite handy. Oh, I think I can get behind yeah. that though. I've played a lot of roguelikes and I think I could do one with a slightly different vibe to it instead mm. of always losing yourself when you die. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I think the last one I actually did play was uh, Risk of Rain. See, the last That's one, really good. The last one I played was on my phone, which was it called. Is that a roguelike on your phone? Yeah. Most of the games that I play these days are on my phone. Pixels is Crash Bandicoot on your phone? It is not, no. no it's not, <laughs> these aren't emulator games. These are actual native mobile ones. But yeah, Pixel Dungeon. It's, it's the one that I play on my phone, which is pretty good. What's that, Pixel Dungeon? Pixel Dungeon, yeah. But that one is a proper roguelike. You, know, you, you die in 
you go back to square one with nothing. I'm writing this down as much for the show notes as I am so I can remember to download that. Because <laughs> I need more phone games. I'm only, the only phone game I'm playing right now is uh, the Star Wars one. Uh, Galactic Heroes or something like that. Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. There's summon as well, but Star Wars. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, summon as well. I've been playing plenty of that this week, <laughs> as always. Is there, is there is ever a time you you don't play summon as well? No, yeah. that is pretty much all day, every day for me. Uh, just having the last, last just be monitor at work. Pretty much, yeah. It just sits there because it's you can auto play it. It just plays itself. Oh, there you go. Pixel Dungeon is on Steam apparently. So oh, cool. Chris is silently finding these things. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a silent researcher. <laughs> prefer the term fact-checker, but sure. <laughs> Researcher, fact-checker, it's interchangeable. Fact-checker. Is Phil bullshitting about a game called Pixel Dungeon? The answer no, no, is no. No, it really is a thing. It's also 2 on the Apple Store, so I'm absolutely not paying for it. Sorry. It's 3 99 It's too expensive for Joe. <laughs> Until it was his 99 pence, <laughs> she's in. Apps have to be like 59 pence or fuck all. <laughs> Wow. It'll be on sale soon enough. Eventually. At some point, I'll get an iTunes voucher and buy it, maybe. Hmm. I felt bad because pictures. there was a sale for, on Steam recently that we didn't even mention on the show. Like, should have been like, yeah, there's a sale on, make sure you go buy things down. There's always a sale on. I remember the week after, I was like, mm, you didn't mention it. Steam is the new DFS. Yeah. <laughs> there is always a sale on. Very occasionally they'll not be, just so they can get away with calling them sales when they are on. If Valve was selling a couch, would you buy one? Would you get a Valve, Valve run a couch? Ooh, what would it have? Like, like integrated for gaming, you mean? Like a... I don't know, maybe it's just a regular couch, but it's the best couch ever designed, using the same design tech that they use at Valve. I don't Valve. know, I've got a couch. In the same way that the Half-Life designers watched where people looked so they could increase textures, specifically where people were going to look and then lower them where people wouldn't look. Yeah. They did that same design methodology, but you're the best couch that's ever been designed. But cool. only in this one corner that everyone looks at. Yeah. And the rest of it's the shittest yeah. couch Like, ever. one cushion on the couch is fucking intense. <laughs> where everyone sits. <laughs> Everyone's drawn to that one spot. <laughs> and no one sits in the rest of it. Yeah. It's actually yeah. just wood. If they actually made one. I was going to say, could be a cup holder, but... Like, Speakers and that in it, like some kind of touchpad in the arm. A it's the one couch that wouldn't have a cup holder, would it? Because if you knock someone over, they tell you to pick it up. Not <laughs> demonstrate physics. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why they haven't released Half Life Three. Make a couch. They ran, they ran out of physics. Maybe they're making a VR couch. How, how is that even what? It's like a regular couch, but you put your vibe on while you sat on it. And so it looks like it's a really good couch. <laughs> yeah. Then you look at the couch like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then you realise it's actually just a couch made of pallets. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you have. But, but in the virtual reality, it's like Corinthian leather. Yeah. That can work. This is, yeah, VR's going to make everyone's houses really The first fancy. app for the vibe. <laughs> fancy couch. Fancy couch. Would, when I came into your house with mine, would, my, would it automatically make... Uh, like in my style, so I would always be in kind of places that I liked. I don't know, maybe. Because yeah, if everyone's house is. Each person would customise their own house to be a certain style. So and then it would always house, appear. It would look the way they. You're assuming you'd enter someone's house wearing the vibe. Yeah. I haven't even considered the idea of not. I mean, entering a house is going to be a difficult task in and of itself with the vibe on, but I never thought about other people using their vibes. At other locations, yeah. and if that would, if there'd be settings that go with your Steam profile that then transfer, that there must be. be cool. That would be really con- convenient. 
Because then oh, I wouldn't have to play games on the bike. Go kick ass. Yeah. yeah. Or actually, someone's gonna get their ass actually kicked. <laughs> so what I imagine. Absolutely, literally kicked. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a strange thought. I didn't even didn't think about that. We don't heard anything on the bike, have we? I've not heard anything more on it. No. Last thing we heard in VR general was the re- like extortionate price of the uh, the rift. Yeah. And the people that now have to wait until mid-July to get their rift. Yeah. Uh, it was always going to go up. That worked out real well, didn't it? Like, yeah, VR this year. No, no VR this year. No one's getting VR this year. No one can afford VR this year. Everyone's getting on a VR waiting list this year. Yeah. And <laughs> spending a lot of money on promises. I wonder what that feels like, Matt. Yeah, I've no idea what that like. Suckers. I'm a little bit shocked to myself that I haven't actually like pre-ordered one of these things considering how much money I spend on promises. Uh, that's, the thing is though, that's because you know the vibe is actually going to come out. So it's, it's no fun when you know it's going to be a thing. No, no, what it is is that I, know, I already know that I want the vibe and not the rift and they haven't started pre-orders <laughs> for the vibe yet. So I'm safe for like a couple of months at least. You just can't commit to things that you know will actually happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is the thing. I like to be kept on my toes. You would this really one's, like... This one's not a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I like how it's all directed at me when Chris is like the number one Kickstarter in the room. Yeah. Chris spends more on promises these, than I do. These things that you fund, do you actually receive something at the end of the uh, the time that the Kickstarter's run for? So far of the six, I've received two. Right. Did, were the other four funded, though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you expecting to receive things of those four? I've received yes. two modules of Star Citizen. I like We're about you... even. Yeah, I guess. I haven't, however, backed anything digital. All my stuff have been from like physical products. Physical products from established gaming companies who kick, uh, kickstart their stuff, as opposed to. Did you end up backing the Tesseract in the end? Yes, you did. <laughs> but it didn't get funded. No, it no. failed. It was significantly <laughs> underfunded. Um, yeah, I was a little bit. What were they at? Like a hundred grand or something? Uh, yeah, I think it was a hundred, hundred and fifty. And it raised like. Two. One of them was Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not two grand, just two dollars. One dollar is Chris. <laughs> I, like I had to back it at 79 quid for the oh, the yeah. actual Tesseract itself. Uh, yeah, so that didn't have, go well. Have you considered just buying a mouse and a joystick and then like cutting the joystick in half and putting the mouse on it with a bit of glue? Yeah, but that sounds like effort for me, whereas and if just I just pay someone... Yeah. I could have just paid someone else's like 80 quid and... Still wouldn't have got the product. Give me 80 quid and I'll go crack your mouse and a joystick together. It only cost me like 10. You go do it. Make it look as pretty as theirs did and, and, and send me lots of videos. I'll just stick there some LEDs on the inside of it. Yeah. That's just the clickable ones though. They're not powered by anything. You've got to replace the batteries like once every month. In that case, no. I'll, I'll give you £8 for it. £8. I can still make a profit on that. I'm yeah, sure I've got an old joystick in there. <laughs> blown mouse somewhere. I've got some LEDs upstairs if you want done, them. Done, done. Yeah. They might be actually his LEDs. <laughs> Are you not worried that that's what the Tesseract would have been in the end anyway? A little bit. I'm kind of glad that in some ways that it didn't come to fruition because £79 for something that is essentially a joystick <laughs> would be a little bit depressing. However, it would have been super shiny. Oh no, I've spent like that much on an actual joystick before. Well, yeah, how much, as I say, how much do you use a joystick currently, Chris? Zero. Do you own a joystick? No. Why did you think having a joystick would be a good thing? Because it, it doubled as a mouse. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a mouse currently? Yes, two. Do you, do you use those? Yes. <laughs> would, are you unhappy with them? 
But it was at least no. two more axes <laughs> on that mouse. So you were effectively going to get a third mouse, even though you're happy with the two you currently have. Well, if you put it that way, then yes, I was stupid. <laughs> the Tesseract was essentially a 3D mouse. Yeah. Which is what the Steam's Vive controller I remember, is. I remember Chris posting it up and being yeah. like, everyone look! And everyone being like, yeah. I'll admit, I was... <laughs> Not one of you guys backed it. No, I was, I, I was drawn in. I wanted one. Yeah. But I was prepared to wait until it had been released and then buy one after the Kickstarter. That was kind of my yeah, thinking. Yeah. Was, I'll wait and see what I was like, great, let it. people back this and I'll get one at the end. Unfortunately, that's not how backing works. Well, yeah. <laughs> you think I would have learned about crowdfunding anyway, because I'm one of the people that actually backed Broken Age. Well, okay. Yeah. So I should have really stopped at that point. <laughs> you should have learned your lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll apologise again. Like, I'm sorry, everyone, for backing for I should never do this again. I really like that Chris gets the rap for most Kickstarters when I'm definitely beating you. Are you? I've got seven coming this year. Wow. And I've and already had two, three or Chris four. Chris seems confused now. Does he know about all of them? Some no. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many? Well, I've got a couple of board games, some card games, some illustrations, some books. I've got a nice mix coming. No food, though. I might back some food one, one soon. Wait, what? Yeah. You can sponsor, like, really fun, like, food projects on Kickstarter, and they'll send you food. There's literally one on is just that, now. Is that not just takeout? No, but this is, like, custom-crafted cakes, and they're going to send me one every month for $20. And I'm like, by the time it gets here, it'll be so rank. Yeah. No, we'll fund this. Go. <laughs> I will take two, please. Thank you. I, I would like disgusting cake, please. Well, that's what I do when I shop here. It's just, it's, Ooh. you know. Snap. <laughs> What's wrong with our cake? I didn't mean your specific uh, cake. I was like, cake to mean English cake. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just you said like, here, I assume you meant this glorious country of ours. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with our fine English cake? I just we have the battle word. That's not English cake. <laughs> it's, been, it's been adopted. No one makes it quite as poorly as we do. <laughs> That's an English man book. And you wonder why I've called your cake shitty. There's a charm in how shitty our cake is, though. Is there fun? No. There is. That's There's something wonderfully <laughs> bland and crap about English food that makes it ours. Yeah, that's not something I'm proud of, though. Yeah, I don't we don't have much, Phil. No. You can't take what you can get. Uh, yeah, we did that. That's how we conquered most of the landmass of the world. <laughs> 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 Is it because their food tasted nicer? It's, yeah. how, it's how we ended up with the tikka masala. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, see? Eventually we get it right. You know that I don't like that, right? So that argument's totally oh, not there you go, see? <laughs> No pleasing is the joke. No. <laughs> it makes everyone's life really hard. We have the Cornish pasty. That's true. I've never yeah. had one of those. Ah, see? Lincolnshire mm-hmm. sausages. Cumberland oh, yeah. sausages. I don't like either of those. Cheddar cheese. Lord sausage. I don't like bake. I don't like almonds. Um, the list of food I don't like, guys, is really long. It's a lot longer than the list of food you do like, isn't it? Strangely, a lot of these things are from the north of England. Yeah. The further north you get, the more likely you are, more likely you are to find a town with a cake named after it. Cheddar's definitely not normal. Is there a place in England called Cheddar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. England's stupid. Comes from. <laughs> Don't logic me, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Bakewell is where the Bakewell comes from. Ah, I thought that was Mr. Kipling. And guess, <laughs> guess, what comes from, guess what comes from Milton Mowbray? <laughs> <laughs> Sausage. No, that's, that's not quite that, no. Is that another cheese? 
No. Um, <laughs> or pies. Mulberry pies? Jesus. I don't know if Phil knows that you're taking the piss. It upsets me if you're not. I'm not. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Great, we got like five minutes out of English food. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, two we can jump onto the Scottish food as well if you want. You yeah. haven't even made a single joke about anything being deep fried yet. <laughs> I was going to say the Scottish food is more right, food to go. those foods. Deep fried. <laughs> yeah. We've got deep fried Lincolnshire sausage. Deep fried. Deep fried Bakewells. <laughs> Why the fuck oh, yeah. do you take your English sausage and deep fry it when there's lorn? Oh, yeah, there's lorn literally sausage in a square and then deep fry that. <laughs> My like parents are bringing fantastic me. because it's square. Yeah, square sausage. No, not a square sausage. Square sausage is useful. Yeah, like for making sandwiches with. And it's fucking delicious. One of those like mm-hmm. student fryers, like the the teppanyaki type grill dish that you get in Tesco or whatever. You just throw square sausage on it, but bam, there you go, sandwich. Takes yeah. like two minutes. As a student, I ate real poorly because of that. <laughs> because of square sausage. Yeah, because Iceland do like a pack of ten square sausages. Like yes, on yes, sorted. That is lunch and breakfast done. <laughs> for an entire week, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. Healthy choices. I don't miss student days. I do, a little bit. <laughs> Matt, it's no, easy to recreate that. <laughs> I don't know, there's, there's something to be said about, you know, having to force yourself to enjoy a pot noodle because it's all you can afford. Yeah. I did that last week. You have to force yourself to enjoy a pot noodle. Pot noodles are great. I don't know, after like, if you eat a pot noodle once a day for like two, three weeks, maybe a slice of bread with that pot noodle is your entire diet. That's where you're going wrong. The bread's expensive. What you should do is yeah. instead stale buy bread, a bag of frozen bread, vegetables. Know, last of the day. <laughs> but you can buy an entire bag of vegetables for less than a pound to go with your pot noodle, and then you can pretend it's healthy. Yeah, vegetables. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah, vegetables in a pot noodle. Mm, and, yeah, and they're dried. And anything else is beer money. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I work with a guy who eats at least two pot noodles a day, and he is the skiest guy I know. Is that because he's getting no source of energy? He's probably because of malnutrition, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As a student, you, it's a lot. Though. He's just slowly dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he possibly That's is. What's happening? It's not that he's living, <laughs> he's just not dead yet. As, as a student, have you ever bought and drank those cans of either bitter or lager from Tesco that are pounds for four? The white cans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are they not the worst things on the planet? Uh, from what I Are remember, they even real alcohol? The, the, yes. the, the bitter wasn't too bad. But no, 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 there's was. two, there's two. There's, there's a four pack for two pounds, and there's a four pack for a pound. Yeah, no, even the pound one. The, no, the two pound ones are passable. Oh, divided on our choices of uh, yeah. shit I mean, bitter. It was not good. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not have it. Oh, Phil liked it. I, I Phil, drank it. For your birthday, you're just getting eight packs of that. But that is fine, and I would drink That's a whole night, isn't it? I would drink all eight packs on that day to celebrate. That's from each person in the group, so you're wow. talking like no, hundreds. Are you you're just committed to drinking all of it? You won't be dead. You'll do it the entire night. You'll have to go to the bathroom multiple times. You'll be a bit buzzed. No, no, the alcohol poisoning of the toilet. And then you'll do a look chunter dragon, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame you and Luke are not yeah. on the same show, isn't it? Maybe. One day. One Maybe day. we're the same person. That's I think you, you are. There are some people that are just wondering why Luke said Phil at the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided he sounds too Damn English, so he needs to sound voices. less English. And then he can be Phil. Or he can be Luke. <laughs> then he can be Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you're too English to be you. That's the problem, apparently. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm nothing I'm I'm allowed to be posh. I'm from the South. Luke's not. He shouldn't sound posh. 
<laughs> like, doesn't sound like anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. Poor Luke. He is. Hooked up to a morphine drip somewhere. Yeah. Oh, we know where. Like it. He is genuinely <laughs> ill, and we miss him. I miss him a lot. Paul, on the other hand. Yeah, Paul, on the other hand. Fuck my guy. Just pissing <laughs> out. I've, I've, I've like... got a head cold, and I feel slightly ill. I'm, I think after figuring out how ill Luke was, he'd be like, you know what, I better stick it out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so he just, just doesn't want it. to infect us all. If he, want, if he didn't want to infect us all, he would have gone home from work today as opposed to sitting throughout all okay, the work. Maybe he didn't to want to infect me and Phil. <laughs> no, he cares about you two. Yeah. Yeah, just like, give a shit about me and Chris. We're the winners, Phil. Hooray. What do you win? Friendship with Paul. Health. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it there. You say friendship with Paul, but when we move on to the next topic, well, explain something about Paul. Uh, I wish he was here. <laughs> oh, I, yes. I genuinely demonstrated Paul at work Yeah. on Monday morning because he was so funny. So, so yeah. Yeah, on. I would have gone over. <clears throat> round table for me this week, I actually didn't do anything. I edited the podcast and got that up, and then uh, <laughs> I've just been busy all week, so I've, had, I've just played more XCOM 2, and we talked about that last week. How far through that are you now? Uh, I've put in my hours on record on Steam as of today, say 34 hours. Yeah. And the last PlayStation I had, 33 hours into the game, I finally I, I saw a new enemy type. So apparently I'm not even close to done with it. That, nice. game, that game is difficult, but fun. And, oh, and the, to correct myself from the last time I talked about it, the reason I haven't seen the same map all this time in is I found that it is actually randomly generated each time. That's cool. But that's a testament to how well that algorithm works with the tile sets. It's because they don't tell. feel randomly generated. Yeah. They just they feel built, but they're different every time. And I understand now why I've been fucked over several times. It's because some of these maps being randomly generated just are not easy to win. Some situations are set up like, oh, fuck this. So now I know. It's not just someone at Fraxis being really sadistic with the map design. You've never had them generated in such a way that they are impossible to win. It's just more that the difficulty varies... Yeah, if someone was better than me at XCOM, they probably wouldn't have as much trouble. I'm not terrible. I've listened to some other podcasts and other reviews of people talking about XCOM playing on the same difficulty I'm playing on, where they're saying, like, oh, it's tremendously difficult, and I haven't been able to get through a single mission without losing someone yet, so I can't be that bad. Mm. But there's definitely people better than me. There is a guy that I saw on Reddit as posted his end campaign stats. I think it's Beagle Rush, who's a streamer, and was involved in, like, I think he was in some sort of beta testing for it as well as a really good XCOM player. He's big in the community, I don't know much about him, but his stats show him playing it in Iron Man Legendary, the highest possible setting, and he's got zero soldiers lost, zero missions lost, and an, a- an average aim, like, percentage of 80%. Wow. I have no idea how... that. There's no way that's legit. Or if it was streamed, then, <laughs> holy shit, that guy definitely knows how to play that game to a point that's insane. So yeah, some people are better than me, but some people are obviously worse. That game's still worth buying, though. I highly recommend it. Anyway, since we've covered XCOM 2 already, let's move on, because I really want to talk about Deadpool, and ostensibly Paul at Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) I think... Uh, because if there's one thing that's just as magical as that movie (laughs) it's Paul watching that movie we I think yeah the thing I learned most about watching Deadpool was that I need to go and see more films with Paul Um, but only films he's that excited about that was the best part of it was was Paul it is a crying shame that you can't take recording equipment into a theatre because (laughs) if I could have recorded any of the audio of Paul watching that film 
Yeah, you didn't even need any of, like, if you could have, like, ignored all of the film and just got Paul. If you just had the Paul soundtrack. The Paul part of that. Yeah. That was all you needed. I don't remember the last time I heard someone in real life guffaw. <laughs> and someone Paul did it multiple times at the cinema. Yeah. So, yeah, Paul, when we went and watched Deadpool, um, Paul was very excited about it. Going in. <laughs> Um, if you imagine a small child I made it worse I made it worse imagine a small child (laughs) and then increase their height by approximately four feet (laughs) and you have ball I really shouldn't have done what I did no you should (laughs) before I went and see the movie I always as as often as I can buy a poster of that movie if it's something big that I'm going to see the only one that I didn't get which I really hate myself for is the Star Wars one I'm going to have to buy one on eBay but I have like a, a, at least one poster from everything I've seen that's like a big Marvel feature or whatever in the last like two years, and so I got myself the Deadpool, one of the three Deadpool ones available, and Paul made a comment off in the corner while I was doing it, going, "Oh, see, Matt gets a poster," <laughs> so I went and picked the one up for him just so he looks something. You know, they're pretty cheap, and I think that put him over the edge. I think having a poster at that point sort of took him from. Yeah. crazy to uh, a child with ADHD that's just had like a kilogram of sugar yes <laughs> yeah he was he was pretty hyped up about it all it was he couldn't hyped. sit still he literally just could not <laughs> stop moving he was twitching in anticipation of that film yeah we were very keen on not being those people at the cinema <laughs> that lasted we were for about four seconds those people at the cinema um, so you had it kind of slightly worse because me and Luke were sat at the very opposite end of the cinema to Paul. Yes. So we could pretend not to know you. <laughs> you say that, there were still people sitting behind us going, why are they even laughing? What's so funny? And I'm like, you don't even want this explained to if, if Paul was here, he would, he, he would say, it's not his fault that the people there weren't properly enjoying the cinema. Exactly. Yeah. Paul was enjoying himself. He got his money's worth out of that. He definitely he enjoyed the experience. He had a childlike wonder at the cinema <laughs> and fully embraced the experience. Just the the opening credits alone <laughs> of that film. Just remembering it. As, as as you get this, this initial shot that takes place. Um... <laughs> The wonder. Yeah, the the, the amount of laughter generated off of that alone kind of set the tone for for the rest of the. I I don't think. I mean, uh, we're halfway through this podcast or so now, so we'll just say potential spoilers ahead. Listen at your own risk. If you don't watch Deadpool, it's your own damn fault. (laughs) It's in your hands now. Plenty of time for you to stop or skip or whatever. But uh, I don't think it's a massive spoiler to say that the opening credits are particularly funny because of the titles that they use. Yeah. As opposed to being actual names of people involved, like the producers and the writers, it's, you know, little quips. But because it's done at a regular speed as most other movies, so it's, you know, there's a title which was also a quip, and there's a title which is also a quip, you know, they're amusing in their own right. Paul laughed at each one individually <laughs> <laughs> as they appeared he, on screen. He did. And it wasn't like a, uh-huh, a chuckle, it was full volume <laughs> laughing at each one. I genuinely thought at one point he was going to slap his knee. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a knee slapping laugh. Yes. yes. Paul has a knee slapping laugh. He does. <laughs> he genuinely does have a knee slap, doesn't he? What, what we'll have to do is we'll have to wait until there's actually a release of the film. And then we'll have to record Paul watching the opening credits again. Because by that time, enough time will have passed that he will find it funny again. I feel like we could get away with doing like a riff track style commentary of the whole movie. <laughs> Just have Paul like rewatch him or record him as he does it. Can we say? Then you can sync it up with Deadpool yourself and just have Paul laugh at it and have your own experience. <laughs> 
for all the listeners at home. <laughs> That's worth doing. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Marty might enjoy that. <laughs> Our number two listener now. Oh! Phil has overtaken. Oh, really? Yeah, you are yes. number one listener to the podcast. I don't know how, considering this is episode five that we're recording right now, yep. you have somehow listened to a variety of tracks from the channel 15 total times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bear in mind that last week, when I thought about when I looked at this before recording episode four, you didn't listen to six total tracks. You somehow did nine listens for the last episode. That's how I roll. Was it that good? Yeah. I don't, really, I don't think I listened to the last one nine times. <laughs> I, I think what happened is twice. you played it and walked away. You went to work, <laughs> just left, <laughs> left it, it came back, and we're like, fucking beating Marsha now. <laughs> Just stat padding. Stat padding on SoundCloud. So not only do you hold the overall record for the month, but also the last seven days. There we go. As well as like the all-time record. All the records. And now you're on the show. And I'm on the show. <laughs> I'm the best downloader. Oh, okay. Because I'm not the one that did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Joe's responsible for the four downloads that we have on the channel. I am. <laughs> that was our episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not downloading it multiple times. <laughs> well, I'm listening to it multiple times, why not? There's no point. No one's in, I'm not in competition with anyone. It's a one-person race and I'm winning. Until someone else starts downloading it. Yeah. Eventually. If you leave this bit in, they might. Phil will. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in now just to see if it does increase our download count. It's going to go down somehow. Is it because I'm just not downloading just this Just going to give a download back. Right? No, take that off the counter. I was in the last one, I don't need to download that. Yeah, I'm not downloading this one, by the way. <laughs> you don't want to know how I change it? No, I don't care. Okay. That's true, yeah. 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 Either way, I haven't listened to the ones I've downloaded. They cut you all up to say things that are silly. Inappropriate things. I say those anyway. That's true. I'm pretty sure Chris said okay at some point earlier today, uh, recorded, so I'm just going to like interject it into various parts where he's not talked. <laughs> so it sounds like you've been more, more intricate to the episode. <laughs> Shaking the head from Chris there. Followed by an okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> I'm just saying that was the perfect time to put that in. Yeah. Or I'm not. And never mind. Anyway, back to Deadpool. <laughs> yes, we managed to get off topic there. <clears throat> we always do. I do write tangents to be expected in the uh, show notes. That's for Deadpool itself, outside of. The experience that was Paul, <laughs> and I do hope to God we can get him to just recount as much as possible on the next episode when he's well. But uh, that, I don't know if that improved the experience. It or definitely kept, did. For yeah, them. it kind of made it more funny. It, it was it was a good film. Like the, the pace, I think, was was good. It kept you entertained throughout. There was no, even though it's one of these weird ones where when you do an origin story as part of the first film. You've got to be careful that you don't make it all really boring story bits with no actual action going on. Yeah. And the way they did it, chopping and changing between kind of present and past, quite often ends up with the film feeling very disjointed and um, the, the pace just kind of breaks completely. But it didn't feel like that for this one. I think um, it was the narration. Yeah. And kind of the breaking of the fourth wall kind of brought was, that all yeah, together. The, the, more than four walls are broken in that movie. Sixteen yes. <laughs> The breaking of the fourth wall was, was good stuff. I mean, I remember you saying, Briggy, that you were yeah. wondering if they'd do that. Because so. that, um, that is very much the, the Joe Kelly way of writing Deadpool, which is the guy that made Deadpool Deadpool. Yeah. And so 
whether or not they were, I mean, a lot of the humour I expected because the trailers showed us that. But the fourth wall breaking <coughs> specifically, I was concerned that they were going to be like, nah, this is a bit too meta and a bit too strange to put in movie one. We'd maybe see that in movie two. And very pleasantly surprised to see that it was a good portion of the movie. We've got a fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. Not just that, but even characters that don't normally break the fourth wall end up breaking the fourth wall to some degree. With, um, what's the name, Weasel, doing the, uh, talking about, who's that guy over there, the Green Reaper Le- looking dude? And he responds with, I don't know, but maybe she goes sort of him, but maybe it'll move the plot forward. Yeah, yes. yeah specifically. Okay, that. good enough reason. Yeah. So the, even bits and pieces like that in it felt like a Deadpool book. Which I haven't read a, a lot of Deadpool. I've read bits and pieces. Unfortunately, I've read a, a significant portion of the Rob Liefeld run, which is fucking atrocious. But from what I've read of the actual, properly, what we know as Deadpool stuff, the movie seemed pretty comic accurate. Yeah, which I mean, considering how bizarre the comic is, mm. it's amazing that it got made. But it translates really well to film. It has done, yeah. And I mean, the the jokes in it are just like one a minute or yes. or less. There are sections in that movie where it's just punchline, 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 punchline. We were saying we were surprised how good it was, considering that Fox has not otherwise done very well with the superhero franchise. No, but this is just and Marvel has got to be kicking themselves now for how well Deadpool's done for a, a, yeah. a license that they sold off in a job lot. Yes. As part of X-Men and, and Daredevil and uh, Ghost Rider and what else did they have? Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four yeah. I think it was Paul who said it, though. If uh, if it was a Disney thing, it would not have been the film. That yeah, I was saying the same thing. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't yeah. have had the balls to do it. But now, now that it's done so well, I've got to wonder what they're thinking about doing next. Because as, as, I, I did read online today, actually, that there's um, there's been various rumors circulating after because Deadpool did really well. For anyone mm. that didn't look at it, it's I don't have actual figures, but it was it's highest, incredible. It was the highest grossing of any single superhero film. Like Avengers, yeah, um, did do better than Deadpool, but in its opening That's, weekend, yeah. it was higher grossing than, than any of the other singular uh, superhero films. It's Which also now, the highest uh, grossing R-rated film yeah. of all time. So that now that is there's rumours circulating and that's pushing the other studios, both Marvel and DC, to to think about their versions of Deadpool. Mm. So on the Marvel front, there's been various talks about like a Rocket Raccoon solo movie or and my personal favourite, I really hope it happens, a potential for Marvel to make a Squirrel Girl movie. Which could be incredible. Anyone Squirrel Girl is like one of the most like Z list characters in Marvel's like back catalogue, who just got a new comic recently. She's ridiculous. She beat Doctor Doom literally with squirrels because she's like the, the Aquaman of squirrels. She just talks to squirrels and commands them. That's her entire power. It sounds like a So Disney, she's a Disney princess? That's if Disney took her. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I see that being very Disney-fied if Disney take that Which is potential. <laughs> However, what I'm most happy about is the rumours circulating now that uh, DC have got two options that they're looking at, which is either, and possibly more likely, is a solo Harley Quinn movie because mm. she has in the comics become much more DC's Deadpool as opposed to her original character. She's gone through a lot of changes that makes her more Deadpoolish. But if not Harley Quinn, the other one that's been uh, mentioned is Lobo, mm. who is essentially Dog the Bounty Hunter in space. <clears throat> yeah, I see Harley being more likely just because uh, I think of all sort of the, the non-A-list, I guess, DC characters. She's probably the first one people would <clears throat> be able to name. So she's got that appeal. She's already. slowly becoming a nailister at this point. She is, in yeah. But when it comes to sales, she's say it, but yeah, I think sort of because of the amount of cosplaying mm. 
that goes on a party as well. But Lobo, statistically, is like the male equivalent in terms of cosplay and recognition through our fans. True. A lot of people go, go to Lobo for that. So, and Lobo, apart from the new run in the comics, historically, he's been a very funny character, been very stupid, he's got a space Harley <laughs> Davidson sort of thing that he flies around and hovers, chain, you know, chains and stuff. He is Dog the Bounty Hunter in space. Uh, you know, that sort of idea. Not sure how they do a movie on it, but considering, how, yeah. considering what Deadpool's been like and the fact that they keep redesigning Lobo to some degree over the years, could be DC's answer to that. But the, but the fact that any of these movies are even being thought about now would never have happened before the opening weekend of Deadpool. Yeah, I'm really glad it did as well as it did. That, that's how big that movie has been, is it's causing a, a shift in the landscape of superhero movies. Yeah. And it deserved Who would have fucking thought that would happen with a movie with Ryan Reynolds in it? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. He was, He's so he good, was so good. Like, Why the was, fuck couldn't he bring that up Green Lantern? Yeah, well, it's, it's because there are some people who are designed really to play certain characters. Well, I've always held the Green Lantern problem with the writers and not yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It was the studio there. Yeah. yeah, the studio yeah. just brought the film. To I think that's why this has worked out so well, is because everything else has been shit. And yeah. Fantastic Four, the mini reboot was awful. <laughs> they've ended up selling back Daredevil, obviously, so Marvel could make a TV show. they sold back Ghost Rider. All they've really got at this point is X-Men, anyone's watching. Mm. And since Deadpool falls on that X-Men banner, I guess they're like, well, the internet's clamouring for it, let's just throw a bit of money at them and let them do whatever they want to do. Because it was a cheap, cheaply made movie for a, a superhero 58 one. million. Yeah, yeah. yeah, way cheaper than a lot of other superhero movies. Mm. So I think they just ran with what they had. Which is crazy, because it's in the same vein of the actual Deadpool comic. Yeah. In that same way in that Rob Liefeld effectively copied Deathstroke from DC to make his own character. Slade Wilson, Wade Wilson. Rob Liefeld's a terrible person. They <laughs> made it a shit comic for a, a too long of a run that no one really cared about. And he left and Deadpool they did nothing with. Joe Kelly potentially getting sacked from Marvel been dropped on Deadpool. It's like, okay, I guess we'll do something fun with this because, you know, no one really cares. No one's watching what we do. We'll just throw together a fun character. And then becomes insanely well-read and is like one of the more popular titles for Marvel. Yeah. Fox have just pulled the same shit. We're like, just go make this Deadpool thing. No one cares. We'll give you a bit of money. And boom, it's the most successful individual superhero movie released. Yeah. Of the 61 countries that it was uh, released in... It was top in sixty out of those sixty-one. Which is the one? Yeah, this is this is where we guess what that one was. India. No, no. I read uh, they censored a lot in India. It's it's uh, closer closer to home than that. It's in Europe. Spain. No. Yeah. No. France. No, we we know we know a couple of people from from there. You work with someone from there. Uh, Poland. 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 Yeah. That was going to be my guess, Poland? but I wasn't sure. Poland was the it was some. Um, um, Dad's army. No. <laughs> they really love their war films. No, it was, it was a, a romantic film by a a Polish director, I believe, who's quite quite popular over there. But that had, uh, was that released internationally or just domestically? It was just domestically, I think. Ah, so it would be in by. It was its own. Right. Yeah, which is fair enough. Okay. That's the only the only country out of sixty one who it didn't top out in. Say, it could have been worse. Could have been like Dad's army. Or what else? What else was on? <laughs> Um, Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Both of them, Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> They're all about that road chipped, whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so 
that's incredible. Because so they did censor it apparently a lot in um, in India. Right. I heard online um, there's certain scenes in the movie that have been replaced with picture of man <laughs> and picture of man and woman wow, and okay. picture of woman. Like people on Reddit read this and were like, can someone from India explain what these pictures are? And the only response I got like was snarky comments, picture of man. <laughs> so no, I'm not even sure what the what the Indian release was like, but. I would love to see that and see if it's like a custom South Park style one of like a crying koala or whatever they did for Super Truth. <laughs> it's like a specific image for Deadpool for the Indian release. Because it is it's pretty vulgar in parts isn't it that film? It, it is. I mean it got an R rating. That's kind of uh, why it's funny I think in a lot of parts. Yeah it's allowed to be. It's R rating is almost was it's third highest rating that it can get in these other the way that the Americans categorise their films, I think it goes R, then there's one above that, which is NX17 or something. R rating basically means uh, nobody under 17 without an adult. So you can go and see oh, right. 17. Oh, it's NC17, isn't it? NC17, that's the one. Mm. Which means you have to be over 17. And then, and then X is X, above that, right, which is yeah. reserved for pornographic films. So. I'm hoping there's going to be an unrated edition released as a Blu-ray or something when it comes out. I really hope there's a director's, a cut, director's cut or an unrated or something oh, that's got a bit more It's quite strange it got 15 over here because usually anything involving, spoiler, decapitation. Um, that was in the trailer, we could talk about that. That's true, it was. That yeah. was in the red trailer. That was directly um, shown in the trailer. It was, yeah. So usually that makes it an 18. Decapitation is usually one of the things that, that bumps a film to an 18. But apparently, no, 15. And to a degree, there was nudity as well, which I'm not sure. There was, yeah. I'm not sure what the actual BBSC censorship board says about how much nudity gets here. I think there's a time limit. Uh, it's a time as well as as long as it's no well, penetration. Flaccid and no penetration. Yeah. The Game of Thrones rule. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Essentially, yeah. That is that is that is pretty much how a lot of these films kind of get away with. X, Y, or Z. Non-threatening flaccid wieners. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Although, I think, come to think of it, my favourite jokes in that movie were pretty PG. Yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. Funny I mean, they didn't need to be vulgar to be funny. Major no. spoilers for a punchline, but it's the uh, the T Rex bit with his broken wrists. <laughs> that one had me laughing the most. I thought that was easily one of the best parts because it just turns to the camera and does it. I wasn't expecting it. And, I missed the next punchline. because of where it was in yeah. the film. Yeah. It was so well situated that you weren't expecting it at all. But that entire section, isn't it? It's just like punchline, then punchline, then punchline, yeah, then punchline. Yeah, it's continuous. Uh, it was two, two of the literal punchlines, which are great. But I because they're so fast, I think I laughed at the dinosaurs one and then missed the next two before the one after that. So I was actually tearing yeah. up at how funny it was. I think that was definitely one of the best bits. The... The unicorn. The unicorn. The unicorn. Yes. Another good bit. Yeah. I think it was all one of my, one of the, not quite PG rated at that point, but I think one of my favourite ones is pretty much anything to do with the cab driver. Yeah. Like the start <laughs> yes. and the end of the movie, like everything with the cab driver in it is just gold. I really like the woman that he lived with. Oh, Blind Al. Blind yeah. Al. I really liked that. She was really funny. See, she's got a much deeper backstory in the comics, but I don't think it really suffered from not going into that. Yeah, yes, they can they yeah. can do more with that in, in yeah. the sequel. I mean, she's important in the book, but there's only so much you can do in the time they had. So for a sequel, we're looking at potentially getting Cable. <laughs> See, Deadpool told you not to tell anyone about that. He specifically yeah. said, "Keep it under wraps." That's not going to happen, though, is it? Because internet. Yeah, <laughs> true. Although I do like the gags for that. You know, it's just going to be someone built with a you know have a flat top, Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, 
Keira Knightley. <laughs> it's been so long since I've heard a really good Keira Knightley joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, anyone, if anyone's still listening at this point that hasn't seen it, uh, there is a post-credit sequence that's worth sticking around for. Actually, yes. it's one of my favourite post-credit sequences. Actually, this <laughs> definitely supplants the Howard the Duck moment in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, mm. it's also a Ferris Bueller reference. That whole thing. Yeah. For anyone that remembers Ferris Bueller's Day Off, so that's that, I thought that was kind of out of nowhere and suited the tone of the movie. Andy has lovely wallpaper. Yeah, <laughs> Ruby's saying that. I still think that was a wonderful choice of wallpaper. <laughs> for his house. <laughs> well, I, what I find myself surprised about actually as well is even though we went for the jokes and the ridiculous shit and the fourth wall breaking, kind of before, well before the end of it, I was totally invested in the actual characters with the uh, the subplot of the love story. Yeah, I thought that was going to be just completely a washout and you know poorly written, but they made it work. Yeah, it didn't feel out of place, and it you know actually gave it a strong story to actually sit on top of with all the stupid jokes. Yeah, I, I don't feel that any any part of it really was felt out of place or felt mm. like it had been a last minute kind of afterthought that had gone in and you didn't re-reading all the jokes there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going over all the punchlines on Reddit. <laughs> and yeah. Even just reading them, it's, it's funny. Pick one out. Roy's some of it. Well, yeah, I, I literally just laughed out loud at the uh, all the dinosaurs through the T-Rex yes <laughs> that one is the best that, that is yeah it's because you can do the hands to go with it it's yeah. also the Zamboni the Zamboni <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you with a Zamboni <laughs> in like five minutes <laughs> I think it's the cackle that gets me in that every single time that whole sequence is great the yeah. the evolution of the suit it's I don't think I've seen a movie, a superhero movie, do the whole evolution of a suit in such a fantastic montage. Like, we know this is going to happen, get it out of the way, and it's got a really cool soundtrack to it, and lots of killing and gunfights, and it's the fact stupid that, jokes like the Zamboni, yeah. all packed into that. It's like, oh, that's how Deadpool goes suit. Like, the entire sequence is so short, but it does what most other comic book films that I can think of Which just is, can't do. Crazy as well because it's the uh, the soundtrack to that bit is uh, the Deadpool rap by Team Headkick, yeah. which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure was released online as a, like, a companion piece to the Deadpool game several years ago. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of Deadpool games and stuff that are, are coming out now, um, board game wise. I know yeah. there's, there's a few that are. Is it just an actual cards. gun for Russian roulette? Because <laughs> that I'm would not, suit it. I think you gotta look into what it is. There's there's a lot of stuff going out like that mm-hmm. now. What was one that I was thinking? Oh, there's a, there's a Marvel Munchkin coming out soon. Yes. Oh, sweet. Which I, I guess, yeah, Joe will enjoy. Joe will buy. <coughs> yeah. Joe like still it. hasn't played the last Marvel Munchkin, Munchkin she bought. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's there. <laughs> it's because between me and Luke and everyone else, we're going to have, like, 50 copies of Munchkin. Yeah. And we play quite a lot of Munchkin, so eventually yeah. we can't do that anymore. Steve Jackson is rolling in it from the <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it makes me sad about it though, because it's owned by Fox. Mm. Is that we won't get a, a Disney Infinity Deadpool. No. Well, and I would love a Disney Infinity Deadpool. I would, but given how Disney Infinity works, he wouldn't be doing an awful lot of Deadpool things anyway. Don't care, I don't even care for the game, I just want to own the figure. 
Yeah. Because I saw someone online, I'll, uh, I'll make a note of it, see if I can find it. There's um, a guy on the Disney Infinity subreddit that does 3D rendered sculpts of, yeah, right. of Disney Infinity characters that we'll never see. Mm. And he did one for Deadpool, and just seeing it, I was like, I, I want one of these on my desk. They're so, so cool looking. So I, I love that style. The that they style, use. style yeah. is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Make a note of that. What is going on? I'm trying to see where, what my battery level is. But the but oh, it, it's because I was covering the lights with my thumb because of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> my battery's fine. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll link the Disney Infinity Deadpool sculpt. I'll find that online again because that looked really awesome. That'll be good. Yeah, I don't know then. That's the one! That is uh, it! Yeah! How cool is that? That is cool. Oh, they've done a bunch of extra ones. Yeah, they've done a bunch of extra ones, yeah. Oh, man. All these things I know we'll never get. See, but if they did a dead, if they put Deadpool in an animated series on Disney XD, I, we yeah, could get it. That's true. Because they did put him in the Spider-Man cartoon not too long ago. Yeah. With a more kid-friendly Deadpool. Yes. Yeah, we'd have to But he knew that he was in a kid's, kid's show, so that's <laughs> why that worked. Oh man, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even a fan of Disney Infinity, and I I think I would still want to buy that. Figure. Yeah, the figures the figures are really nice. They're they're well made as well. They don't feel cheap. Slight tangent based on Disney Infinity. Mm-hmm. I'm really really hoping now because the last episode of Gravity Falls came out. That's Ed now. I've watched that. Paul wants to talk about it, but he's not here, so we'll save that for another time. <laughs> but Gravity Falls is over now. But I was really hoping that it's over. We'll finally get to see a like a di- like a Dipper Mabel and a Seuss, yeah, and it'll be a Bill Cipher figure for Disney Infinity. You do get Mabel as a sidekick at the moment, but that's about as far as it goes. Because they'll be really cool too. Yeah, on the um, on the Disney Infinity page on Facebook, there have been quite a few things popped up recently. I'm just not impressed that like the next two we know we're getting like Baloo and uh, another Captain America for yeah, Battlegrounds. Yeah, I was not a great fan of reskin Captain America for Battlegrounds personally, but. Yeah. Um, I like that it's something I can use the 2.0 figures in, so I might actually go buy the 2.0 Marvel ones for myself now. Yeah. Even though you gave me a bunch of codes for them already, which I've used, but... Yes. Owning them as actual figures would be pretty cool. And you can pick the Marvel ones up fairly cheap, because a lot yeah. of them with the starter sets. So I think they're the expensive ones at this point, like the Hulkbuster, aren't they? And the, 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 Hulk, the Hulkbuster was one of the new releases for 3, so yeah, that'll be a bit more expensive. Um... And Ultron. Ultron and Hulkbuster came out at the same time. Yeah, that's it, Ultron. That'll, yeah. be, the, that'll be the two more expensive ones. Um, and Disney Infinity 3 is supposed to. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still a few ones that they've got that they're waiting to come out. Zootopia. We get two of the Zootopia. Is it? It's uh, It's got two names, hasn't it, Zootopia? I think in America it's called Zootopia, or over here it's called Zootopia. And in the opposite way around is uh, one of us like, called Zootropolis. Oh, right. Well, that's. that's I think Zootropolis is the city that they live in. No, but one of the movies is called. It's called yeah. Zoot- oh, right, okay. It's either in America it's called Zootropolis, it's a super Zootopia over here, or it's Zootopia in America, and when it gets released over here, we'll say it's supposed to be Zootropolis written on them. Mm-hmm. Which is a ridiculous thing to do. It's going to confuse people. I've only heard it referred to as Zootopia. But we're getting Nick and June, the fox and the rabbit, from that. I, I don't know how much I actually care about getting this Disney Infinity, but if I guess if I see the movie, I'll suddenly <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah. I don't know if I care yet, but it could be one of these ones that surprises you and is actually quite good. <clears throat> no place I'm so excited for it. Japan, I think, is the only other one that um, I know that we're waiting on. No, no place sets, though. 
He was no, no. Only, was only, only Battlegrounds. All going to be Star Wars type playsets. There's no, no Star Wars so. playsets mentioned either. We really need a Rebels playset. Yeah. See only well, see, see only like saga of Star Wars involved that the figures have got that we don't actually have a playset for. It's true, actually. Yeah, they missed the trick with that one. And I'm already. still still annoyed. There's no Hera figure. Hera is really? involved in the interior crap, but there's no actual figure for Hera. Yeah, that's it. They they have to limit Star Wars how many they can release because that there are tons of named characters that they could release. I still didn't get a Boba Fett yet. So annoyed that is I think it, if it's it actually on general release now. Yeah, it's out now. Okay, like two weeks ago or a week ago, he was available, and I didn't get a game and get it. I was very tempted to sell my one when I got him in the the pre order because he was selling on eBay for ridiculous amounts on launch day. Um, yeah, now he's like eleven pounds. Now he's normal price. Yeah, <laughs> I could just just left him, but. I think I'm gonna drop my Tesco like sometime this week and just go see if they've got one in stock. Yeah. Yeah, he's, so, he's useful. I only have five left to get now for but then a full collection of Star Wars. See, I've not got the very latest release, but I've got all the ones up to that, so I've not got um, any of the uh, Episode 7 stuff. I, that's, the, that's the only one I've completed. I've got all of Episode 7 right. stuff. I just need Yoda, Han and Chewie, uh, and Zeb and Ezra from... Right, from Rebel. Oh, so now he's six because I need Boba Fett now. He's been released. Yeah. So six, six to go, sixty quid, and I'll be done with Star Wars. <laughs> yes. And at that point, they'll release more. <laughs> yes, they will. Continually draining my wallet of funds. Yeah. But yeah, the good news is. Then four point will come out. Good news is you guys get the codes from it. So. Yeah. <laughs> but good point. <laughs> we were talking about Deadpool, weren't we? They were. <laughs> they were, they were Disney Pay Tangent. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else is to be said about Deadpool other than it's then fucking amazing go and, go and so worth watching. If yeah. you haven't already seen it, and if you have already seen it, you should probably go and see it again. I we should go and see it again. We probably should yeah. go and see it again. Preferably if we take Paul. Yes, we should definitely take Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My problem is I really begrudge spending a tenner each mm. to see it when I can go on a Tuesday or Wednesday. But if I go on a Tuesday or Wednesday, I have to go early. So that I can be in bed. Before. I mean, that that is like ten rogue legacies. I, d- I definitely yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> There's ten whole rogue legacies each. Yeah. I definitely don't feel bad about spending money going to see it though. No, but no, like it no. really annoys me that it's a tenner. Mm. It, it annoyed me before I went to see it. And then, and then I, I then I, I didn't it, like. I thought, yeah, that's that's worth it. Yeah, but I don't know if I would do it again. Because twenty quid yeah, of time is quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, second time round, definitely go for like a Tuesday and get yeah. half price. Yeah, I think second time round, you're also probably going to notice sort of things you didn't notice first time. I might laugh less at certain punchlines and spot the other ones now. Yeah. Because um, I, I just wanted to find clips of some of the jokes on there. Just noticing things in the background, noticing more Easter eggs as you watch it. It's definitely the, the fun part. Like There's a certain amount of things that they had to cut out of there though because they were planned. Um, specifically, it's it's been reported so. Again, spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it, but it's not, I'm not the first to say it. The um, the carrier mm. at the end of the movie, where the final battle takes place, was initially intended to be a decommissioned shield helicarrier. Uh, right. But Disney wouldn't give them <laughs> license to use a shield helicarrier. So when you look at it, it's clearly a shield helicarrier yeah. without any of the shield branding on it, because they just removed that. But it's also, uh, from I think I remember seeing it in the movie as well, but it's also been mentioned online, it's got something of a hawk-sized hole in the side of it. Oh, right. So it's supposed to be the one from the first Avengers movie. So that would be cool if they could do that, but obviously they weren't. 
And uh, also the character Bob, which makes a cameo uh, mm. in that final sequence, is actually a character from the comics, a well-known character called Hydra Bob. But because they couldn't mention Hydra or anything from the Marvel Universe, he's just Bob in the movie. <laughs> so certain things like, oh yeah, if you read the comics, I get that, but some of the other stuff like, yeah, Marvel won't actually let us do any of this. I like that they left him in, though. They weren't just like, yeah. If we can't mention that he's Hydra Bob, we'll take him out. They were like, fuck it, he'll just be Bob. Bob. The, the yeah. whole film was designed around fan service, really, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. they're yeah. going to leave things in like that. And that's why it's done so well, is it hasn't been one of these big, pretentious films. It's like, we're just going to go in there, do big action, make big money. It was all about... Um, this is what the fans want. ...make something that people actually wanted to see. And it's done so well. So, yeah, and it has, it has done really well, deservedly well. Mm. I'll drop a, um, I've written it down to remind myself, but I'll drop in the show notes below a link to both Amazon and Comixology for a recommended reading list for the Deadpool comics, okay. which effectively begins with the 1997 run by Joe Kelly, which uh, you can probably get in trade paperback, it's quite cheap now, so you can get it digitally on Comixology, because me and Chris looked for it earlier and they have all of them. And it's probably forty nine per comic. Yeah, uh, and they probably have the trades available on Amazon to pick up as well in actual physical form, which is what I'll probably do. So I'm thinking I'm going to pick some up so that I can read them and you can borrow them to go through them because they're pretty good reads they are. I imagine they'll be fairly popular right now. Yeah, yeah I bet they're sharp in price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you could have got like the single issues on eBay for some relatively decent price because I mean I bet when they came out as being a comic in ninety in ninety seven would have been. Like two fifty, three pounds an issue. Yeah. Uh, I bet they were retail. I bet they were on eBay for somewhere between like five and six, or you know, ten at the most for a single issue. I bet now that original run of Joe Kelly's is probably somewhere in like the thirty quid per issue range right now. Yeah. So trade paperbacks is going to be the only way to pick those up. But the, I highly recommend the comics, just not the Rob Liefeld comics before Joe Kelly, because they're they're written seriously, and Deadpool's all like a grizzled mercenary and. Just really fucking uninspired. I was like, oh, everyone's talking about Deadpool. I should start reading Deadpool and see what Deadpool's all about. This is like five, six years ago. I got like 40 issues deep. I'm like, this is fucking horrible. Why am I still reading this? Why does the internet like this? I didn't realise I was reading Rob Liefeld's terrible Deadpool. Yeah, they're not going cheap on uh, on eBay at the minute. Average price, you're looking about 15 to 20 pounds per comic. For the single issues. Wow. Yeah. What's the lowest number you can see there uh, for issue number? Uh, a couple, there's a one. There's a um, one? Yeah, but it's £53. That's not bad for an issue one. Plus, Is it a buy now or a bid on? Uh, buy it now. Um, plus £12 package. Yeah. yeah. Which is why it's so expensive. Yeah. That's not bad though. Considering the age of it, I picked up my Batman issue one from the New 52 like a year after it came out and that was 40 when I bought mine yeah that's yeah that's Dead, Deadpool is now officially more expensive than the New 52 Batman <laughs> wow well yeah let's see how long that lasts for yeah I don't think the Batman Superman movie is really going to save the Batman comics franchise as much as it's done for Deadpool yeah because everyone's now primed for that Deadpool sort of movie and Batman Superman's been in production so long now, it's going to be Avengers-style, that sort of <laughs> Zack Snyder comic book movie. I feel like I'm going to have to try and like convince people to be excited for Batman Superman, whereas Deadpool kind of had everyone excited already. Yeah, I never get as excited yeah. for DC as I Marvel. Which is a shame, because I'm the only one. I think I'm like, yeah, DC! I'm like yeah. the one person. 
Yeah, but you, you're one of two people I know who are bigger fans of DC than Marvel. I'd say I don't enjoy Marvel, and obviously I love Deadpool. Mm. But I'm way more entrenched in DC, I think, so I'm more happy to see the Easter eggs in that than I am to... And obviously, I, I, I'm going to link it anyway from that trailer, because I put an image up on Facebook at some point this week of just the gif of the fight scene from that trailer. Mm. That trailer, that fight scene, is like Arkham Batman. Yeah. It's like he's pulled directly yeah. from the video games. That's That looks, to me, super impressive. I'm looking forward to that, but... It's so hard now, even for me as a huge Batman fan, to be as excited as I was pre-seeing Deadpool. Yeah. I've seen Deadpool, I'm like, oh, that's so good, and it's Batman Superman's never going to be as good. If only Batman Superman managed to come out like a week before Deadpool or something. Deadpool's also one of these, the first one in ages, that wasn't dark, like in terms yeah. of the actual lighting of the, the film. It was there very There was lovely. very little that was actually nighttime scenes. It was almost all during the day, yeah. which is very rare for superhero films. They try and get the storm going most on. Most of the Marvel the ones, though. Going on like, 90% of the Marvel movies, since they started doing, uh, Disney started doing them, like the they MCU, have been, have been very yes. bright and colourful. But even then, the action scenes are very I mean, the snap, snap yeah, yeah. Of camera angles and stuff. There wasn't quite as much of that. With but they've, they've always been quite colourful. But then again, I think the thing is, it's well done Fox for being quite colourful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fox is <laughs> on the superhero movies. They went to great lengths originally to take all the colour out of X-Men. Yeah. By giving them all black unit hearts. Yeah. Yeah, and just making it very... Maybe, just dark. maybe, this could be a, a, an amazing time for them to go, yes, we'll do yellow spandex Wolverine. <laughs> Hugh Jackson sure would be so, so mad. <laughs> what? They would be, he would be so mad. If you put, like, current Wolverine in yellow spandex. But if you did him in the comic book style with like the yellow spandex and the big like face mask and and make him about foot short yeah and the, the, the bright blue gloves <laughs> if we did all that in the colours and had him and Deadpool on screen together that would visually be amazing and yeah. I'd accept that as you know as, as a comic book movie it would it would look normal as opposed to having to make it all darker I don't think De- Deadpool couldn't do that now after the references they had to um, to Wolverine yeah they, but they wouldn't now be able to do. Not that Wolverine. I know, but I mean, still, still Hugh Jackman. Just put him in the classic Wolverine suit. <laughs> yeah, there was a nod at the end of the Wolverine. I think it was um, the last film. I watched that. and I did not see that suit at all. Yeah, I don't know where it's from. Uh, it's an awesome ending. One of the drawers. Oh, I think it's uh, after credits. But My I'm God, that's that. I, I. I make sure I get a link to put. Up. That I want to see that costume on yeah. Hugh Jackman and Deadpool in the same movie. <laughs> But whether they, uh, they actually go ahead and do the next instalment is a completely different question. I think everything's going to change at Fox now. I think after this movie and the reception to it, I think Fox has got no choice now but to start acknowledging that that's what people want. Yeah, that's the hope, isn't it? They're just going to be careful now to not overly push this. I'm surprised it didn't it didn't click for them after X-Men First Class, which is the closest to a comic book movie Fox has ever, ever made. Yes. X-Men First Class is yeah. like... a. Classic X, like pre the new X Men, like the original run of X Men, like just the blue and yellow. Yeah. That was, you know, that style. I ho- I was hoping that was gonna like segue into the new run of X Men, or Wolverine, everyone in classic looking suits, but it didn't happen. So maybe Deadpool is the movie that pushed them to go, fuck it, let's just put them in the costumes. That's clearly what people want. The thing with X Men as well is that they kind of, because not so much they're running out of time, but the actors are getting older. Mm. Like the X Men franchise started a long time ago. And there's only so long that the actors can carry on going looking the same age for before they well, no longer look that they're age. They're already slowly replacing them, aren't they? Because so the, yeah, uh, yeah. Apocalypse comes out, and that's still yeah. McAvoy. Yeah. And he's going to be bald now from what we've seen in the trailer. So Stuart's probably out entirely now. 
Yeah. Yeah. The only one they don't seem to actually want to replace is Hugh Jackman, which you can you can still get on it. They can use a stunt double when he needs a stunt double, especially if they put him in a costume. Yeah, and he's been doing well so far in terms of not really aging. So, oh, I didn't even think about that. That's amazing. Yeah, um, we have been having our own little discussions about who could play Cable in the uh, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you were talking about the Chris was talking earlier about the guy from Avatar. Mm -hmm. The I can't remember the actor's uh, name. Oh, something like the grizzled colonel dude from Stephen Lang. Something like that. Well, on this post, if it's him, then everyone is like, Lang's totally better fit. It's Lang Lee, is it not? I don't know. I could be wrong. Probably I don't wrong. know his name. Either way, having looked at that image there, there's Drift Assurance, an image with um, oh. a, an image of Cable as, uh, as he is in the comics compared to Ron Perlman. Mm. Which I can totally see Ron Perlman doing Cable. He yeah. was a really good Hellboy. Yeah. So he's no strangers like the, the stranger character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Stephen Lang. Yeah, Stephen Lang is the other one. Yeah. He was the one that his um, Twitter followers were actually trying to push him towards doing. I thought that was quite cool. But yeah, I think he'd make a, a good they to, They're going to have to, in the, in the sequel, they're going to have to stay in line with the Robert Liefeld art style of, uh, of Cable. So we'll never see his feet. Every shot that Cable's in, his feet should be hidden behind some sort of rock. Or just off camera. Because Liefeld has this thing, I'll put the... There's a, a terrible link to to Liefeld's art over the years. Because this guy's not a good artist. And he's a professional artist, but he's terrible at it. And some of the things that he does include... He doesn't draw feet. They're usually hidden behind a rock. Even if they're in a place with no rocks or something, there'll be a reason to hide the feet. Hands are only ever fists. Because he can't draw out, like, outstretched palms. His, his grip on anatomy is ridiculous. There's a fantastic picture of Captain America drawn by Rob Liefeld in an actual comic, and then someone has photoshopped um, uh, Chris Evans next to it as if he was the Rob Liefeld, uh, Liefeld Captain America, where his head's like this big, and his body is humongous. <laughs> and he's like, just it just makes no sense. <laughs> and sorry, but... Well, they, they do change up the proportions anyway, not these things that they do. Hip no one quite like Liefeld. Heroic. Portion, but yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll include the life of the gallery because it's, it's horrible. <laughs> One day I hope to get to a point in my career that's like, Jo does this and she's awful at it. What makes a crap ton of money? You're already anyway. a better artist than my life. Oh. I'm a better artist than I my life. I strongly okay, doubt that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll, I'll cut any blank air off of the podcast. But I've got to find some of life art. I've sent that image yeah, to the D and D group yeah, so that you guys can have it in case you want it for the. There's uh, the forty <laughs> worst Rob Liefeld yes, drawings. Yes, that's the one. That is pretty bad. But you took it away before I could scroll. Thanks for that, Joe. <laughs> Holy fuck! What the shit is even happening there? I can't, I can't Don't look. Just I'll show you later. No, you won't. You'll forget. Show me now. You're so fucking annoying sometimes. <laughs> There's an outstretched hand. Hmm? Sorry. That's not a fist. It is not a fist. But his hand is also <laughs> as big as like <laughs> half his head. I'm just looking through some now. That's the original Captain America pictures. I need to find this photo shop to Chris Evans. But that's right. yeah. That's not right. He's about twice as. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is some button. serious tip. Go on there. Yeah. The perspective is just so wrong as well. <laughs> 
What the fuck is going on with his arms? <laughs> That's definitely the worst one. <coughs> oh, here it is. I found the image. Yep. Yep. So that's, that's one of the things that annoys me about the Deadpool movie, which is the only thing that annoys me about the Deadpool movie, which I mentioned to, to Chris at work already about, <coughs> is the fact that Rob Liefeld gets three credits in the Deadpool movie. Oh, right. The first one is during the opening sequence, is that coffee cup in, in the still frames, it's panning around, it's mm. being thrown, actually says Rob L on it. Oh, right, yes, yeah. There's the fact that his name is in the credits under a separate special thanks that says in, in brackets, with tongue, has Rob Liefeld's name at the top of that. And there's actually a part where um, when Wade walks into the bar for the first time, he yells Liefeld's name, but I'm pretty sure he yells it as fuck you, Liefeld, to a guy at the bar, which is actually Rob Liefeld that's at the bar in that movie. Wow. Three credits that he does not deserve for that version of Deadpool. No, but I mean... And no mention of Joe Kelly from what I could see in the credits. If he Who's created the, the character it? in the first place. Mm, yeah, well, he created a character called Deadpool. Yes, a character called Deadpool, yeah. yeah. Not the one that we watched. <laughs> no. No, not even close. If we, if we watched that one, it'd be close to something like Ghost Rider that Fox put out. Mm. It'd be Nick Cage. Is that not like the, the story of Stan Lee? Like how he was the father of all these different convict characters, whereas he never actually drew A good deal of it was Jack Kirby. Yeah. yeah. But Kirby doesn't quite get the recognition no. for most of them. But at least Stan Lee is a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't want to punch, punch him in the not. face. No. <laughs> But this, this has happened in comics for years. It's just that Deadpool is somewhat newer compared to a lot of these older entrenched characters that have got wrongfully credited. Like, there's the, you know, the whole Superman story with the guys aren't really getting the credits they deserved at the time of, uh, of actually writing Superman. Bob Kane is still credited to doing Batman, even though the version of Batman that Bob Kane created is not the one that was actually in the comics. That was all attributed to Bill Finger, who finally as of like last year is finally getting his name appearing in credits of Batman cartoons and movies is co-created by Bill Finger so it took 75 years for Bill Finger to finally get any sort of recognition for actually creating Batman so I think it's it, now that they're doing those you know those steps to try and credit the proper people for creating things it's a bit of a dick move for Deadpool to have Rob Liefeld's name written all over it and no mention of Joe Kelly from what I saw maybe he's in the credits after a see on the second like watching piece reference, but he's the guy that's really responsible for why we're all sat talking about Deadpool at the minute. If not for him, it probably would have been some other character. Which we potentially wouldn't have gone to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or wouldn't have felt so it was worth talking about. I feel someone has to say something just to be like, Joe Kelly is the guy that we should all be going, yay, thank you for making this amazing character, and Rob Liefeld should go, you know, fuck off. Because <laughs> he's a huge twat from everything that he does. Thanks, Joe Kelly. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we were all really enthusiastic about that. That's fine. I'll just title the episode title for episode five will be episode five. Thanks, Joe Kelly. God damn it, Joe Kelly! No, no. <laughs> so yeah, Deadpool yeah. is an eleven out of ten. I think, and for its arbitrary rating. I would say it's the best film I've seen this year, but it's the first film I've seen this year. So I guess it is the best film I've seen I think it will be, considering what's coming out... But it's going to still be a yeah. contender for best. I think the only thing... There's, there's only a few movies in my mind coming out this year where I'm thinking we'll get close, maybe, to contending with it. And sometimes yeah. I'm worried that I wanted to like will actually turn out being not as good as Deadpool. 
think everything else this year that I'm as excited There's for. There's three other movies that I'm excited for. Batman Superman. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. Suicide. And Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, another one, Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Those are the four other movies outside of Deadpool that I'm excited about this year, and I don't think any of them are actually going to be as good. I think Suicide Squad is the only one that stands a chance of being, maybe, if it's lucky, on par with Deadpool. Mm. Civil War. Uh, yeah, I could care less about the Captain America films. Uh, but Spider-Man and Black Panther are going to be in it, which kind of makes me curious, if nothing else, about how good that's going to be. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm looking forward to seeing a new Spider-Man that's owned by Marvel and not by Sony. The only way I think that Captain America Civil War would be a good film is if they managed to kill off Chris Evans. <laughs> I don't think that's likely. I think he makes Let some Bucky too much money. Let Bucky become the next <laughs> right. Captain America okay. already and get over with. Hyper spoiler. In fact, you guys... I, I might even spoil it for you. I might not have to say. Well, it depends. You guys, the, you guys know the plot of the comic book for Civil War, right? So there's not two different versions of that, though. Nah, well, there's one one canon version, and yeah. then a, the, a year later was a what-if story if the opposite thing had happened. Right. So they've covered both of them in but do you guys know how the story ends for Civil War? No. No, but I also don't give a fuck. So. Mm. No, I've not looked it up. Do you I, mind well, comic book spoilers? I don't know which one it's. I don't. Because, because they're not doing the same thing in the movies because there's different characters involved in the movie that aren't in they, the comic book, that yeah. are in the movie, that they aren't in the movie, that aren't in the comic Because Planet Hulk happens at the same time and they've not addressed any of that. So Hulk's probably... We don't know what's going on with that in Civil War. But um, in the movie it ends essentially with um, it's, it's Captain America is killed by the sniper on the... Tony Stark saying, do this. And the wife story is wife Iron Man died instead of Captain America. <laughs> so it was because of that that Captain America died in the Civil War and the comics that followed for a while was the Winter Soldier, which was Bucky, became the new Captain America. Can they both die? <laughs> Mutually assured to Which I think would be a really cool story, but I think what we're going to actually see in Civil War is I think we're going to see Iron Man die so that Robert Downey Jr. no longer has to appear in Marvel movies for a while until he decides to maybe like, resurrect him somehow. It means it'll be, like... Because he's already taken... He's already stepped down from the amount of Marvel movies he's going to appear in. Yeah. He's pretty much only going to appear in Infinity Wars at this point, after, uh, unless they come up with a new contract. So but I was sure that, that he had signed up for more films. Um, I'm not sure Chris Evans' it. contract was up for debate at one point. Yeah, which is why everyone's like, oh, this, yeah, of course he's doing Civil War, because that's when Captain America dies and yeah. Bucky takes over. But that's changed, because I'm pretty sure he's now doing more <laughs> movies with Marvel. Mm. Which someone's like, so it's either going to be Iron Man dies, or I guess no one dies in this version of Civil War. Which would make it really pointless as a storyline, because it was a really important storyline in the comics. Yeah. And if no one dies, it's kind of. It defeats the whole what's point. What's the point? Maybe Go Bucky dies. <laughs> Maybe Bucky dies. Yeah, Bucky died, no one really cares. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yep. they make up and all become friends. But it, everyone's been talking about Spider Man's role in that movie, and he's got to be really important to the movie since they've bothered to actually get him back from Sony and put him in. Because in the in the comic books, he's kind of the linchpin to the whole thing. Like, he's really important to the storyline. The storyline of Civil War is that they're doing a superhero registration act, so you've got to disclose your secret identity and everything about you. That's what the government wants you to do, and then there are all people on the opposite side that say, "No, that's way too stupid and dangerous. I'm not going to give the government my details." I'm, you know, and they get branded as vigilantes against like the state and everything, all because of a nuclear explosion that happens <laughs> in America due to a you know, superhero thing gone wrong. Yeah, well, there is a hint of the whole um, you you're kind of seen as vigilantes. Yes, yeah, uh, from what I've seen in the trailer. Yeah, anyway. the yeah, um, yeah, the trailer. He's obviously going to keep that story. But yeah. the, the, the major linchpin to that whole thing was Peter Parker. 
whether or not he was going to register as a superhero and everyone would find out who Spider-Man really is, then putting his entire family in danger, or if he was going to not join them and go the opposite way. And I can't remember from the comics now which way he eventually decides. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't say that because like, that's probably going to end up being a huge part of the movie if they actually got Spider-Man back. Yeah. If the cast is Spider-Man, as someone well. new. It's not Andrew Garfield. It's a whole new guy. Yeah. Well, they're just doing a new Spider-Man every time he's in a film. It's because yes. Marvel, Marvel want to take over and sort of own everything they can now. So they, yeah, they, they want they want to link it back to the Andrew Garfield yeah, ones. Fair enough. It does make sense. It's What's slightly annoying is they didn't go with a Miles Morales idea because yeah. Peter Parker's not been in the Marvel MCU yet. So they could have just skipped directly to Miles and had you know a black Spider-Man. Yeah, because he is also a very interesting character, and the whole MCU seems to be based on the Ultimate Universe of the Marvel books, which is why Nick Fury looks like Samuel L. Jackson instead of uh, the Hoff. Yeah, because oh, that was yeah. Yeah, his original inspiration was the Hasselhoff. Yeah, and then they made the Ultimate comic books, which is a separate parallel universe, so they could start from issue one again, and deliberately based Nick Fury on Samuel L. Jackson, which is incredible because they actually got him to be in the movies. And they're like, oh, look how perfect that worked out for everybody. And then in the Ultimate Universe, Peter Parker dies and Miles Morales takes over. So they could have just skipped Peter Parker entirely and gone for something different this time around instead of a third Peter Parker. I suppose, but I mean, Fury was a relatively unknown character. He had a movie in the 90s with Hasselhoff playing him. Yes. (laughs) That happened. Spider-Man is kind of, is one of those superheroes that you could walk up to a normal person on the street and say, what is Spider-Man's secret identity? And they'd be able to tell you, like Peter Parker yeah, is, yeah. is synonymous with Spider-Man. Yeah. I think they want to keep that that kind of. But they could have had Tom Glover play Miles, and that could have been really good. Yeah, but then uh, the problem with that is you then don't start appealing to the people who are actually fans of the comic series, and people go, "Wait a minute, I thought Peter Parker was Spider-Man," and you lose that appeal to the. the I know, we're talking about people that can totally accept Deadpool as a comic accurate Deadpool, and the fact we've had like Rocket Raccoon and Groot in a movie, those sort of things wouldn't have been done before you could tell you with Miles is they put Black Panther in the movie yeah, but no one knows who Black Panther is exactly but yeah, that's but they the thing they new. don't know who they are whereas people know who Spider-Man is and if Spider-Man was suddenly not Peter Parker I think people would they have, would have more to try and fight against that, that. yeah <laughs> okay you'd have to unlearn easier, that information it's easier to use the people who are well known as being those heroes. I'm hoping that this is going to be the setup, though, for the death of Peter Parker in a future movie and the inclusion of Miles as the new Spider-Man. Because then it can tell the yeah. story and people can accept it that way rather than jumping straight to Miles. That would make a lot more sense, yeah. It's just at that point, Donald Glover is going to be far too old to actually play Miles. <laughs> we've, uh, we've, we've had a lot of Who actually, in retrospect, Spider-Man. Miles is like 14 in the comics. Yeah. So Donald already there, pushing yeah. it. <laughs> he did voice him on a... Disney XD Spider-Man show though, yeah, right. yeah the, 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 a multi-dimensional Spider-Man episode huh. doing like Spider-Man 2099 and stuff, they did the Ultimate Universe and it was Donald Glover voicing that version. Huh. You never know, they might linger there too long and then they have to get Jaden Smith into it. No! Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can only hope. Uh, can we get through an episode where we don't mention the Smith family in some way, shape, or form? Absolutely not. We will make sure they are in every episode. Talking about action films, yeah. how can we not mention the Smith? Right? <laughs> They're in every single thing in the world. Because I'm still not sold on Will Smith as Deadshot. Yeah. Fish Mooney, played by Jada Pinkett Smith in Gotham, is an okay. absolute travesty. No! Like, she's, the character she's is so good. The character is so good. She can't act. 
Yeah, she yeah, She has yeah. no ability to act. I'll give you that. The only reason she was cast is because her surname is Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is such a rare surname that it does help you get into acting roles. Specifically because she's married to Will Smith. If yes. not part of that family, that's, yeah. That's possibly more to do with it than her surname being Smith. Because yeah. <laughs> Smith is too general. <laughs> for Smith's that all over Hollywood. You can't move for a Smith. <laughs> You know what Marvel film I am looking forward to this year? There's another one coming out. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Oh shit, yeah. That's With cool. Cumberbatch. I wonder if they're going to do some retooling of that now that Deadpool's come out. I hope. Because I wondered if they were just going to go not as weird with Doctor Strange just because it was a mainstream movie. Maybe now that they've seen that Deadpool's accepted as being Deadpool, they might go full weird with Doctor Strange. Because it is Cumberbatch, and he can go full weird. Cumberbatch is pretty much full weird 95% of the time. I know, but yeah, he can go weirder. That, that, he... You see that. He can go like an end degree of weird. Did you watch him pretending to be a dragon for The Hobbit? Did you watch those gifs? Yes. Where he's on the floor. I've forgotten about them. Roaring yes. like a dragon with dots on his face. He can go weirder. Not sure he can. He could if they have someone writing the good Doctor Strange story. Only if you've got Martin his Freeman as well. His name is Doctor Strange. He needs Martin Freeman as well to just be with him in all of his things. Who could you even have Martin Freeman playing in? Well, in just a general MCU. Cable. <laughs> <laughs> the world's shortest cable. Yeah, yeah. It's just very important oh, that Cumberbatch has him in his life. Yeah. No. Oh, who did he play? He doesn't even need to be anyone really, like, massively big. He I just needs to be there. Yeah, like, just re- recast uh, Wolverine. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's about the right height. Uh... Maybe he needs to do a little bit of work. You can start working with Canadian accents, so you bubble up. Yeah. Yeah, dies there. He's a bit too calm, I think. I don't know. Martin Freeman is a pretty angry man. Yeah, a little bit. He did shout at a great like an alternate uni- Like an alternate universe version of Sabretooth. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Sabretooth like six foot nearly, though? Yeah. I honestly can't think of who's left in the Marvel like. Hey, if they can make Robert Downey Jr. look tall, they can make Martin Freeman look tall. It's a long list that someone's working on it somewhere. It's like, you could include Alpha Flight somewhere, I mean, but they're an X Men spin off, so they'd still be owned by Fox. Uh, My my knowledge is limited at this point. They've gone to the point where even I can, like, who? (laughs) There's some X Men and stuff that they could include in a bigger way, I guess, but. Squirrel Girl, I want to see. That's the only one that hasn't been named somewhere. <laughs> that I just that movie could be incredible. You're holding out for that, aren't you? Could be. I'm, I'm actually, I was I was always a big fan of Squirrel Girl in the comics, just because she is just ridiculous as a character. It makes no sense. It's yeah, just, the problem is ridiculous and makes no sense. Is not the easiest thing to pitch for multi-million dollar movies. Yeah. Aren't they the same keywords used for Deadpool though? Oh, kind of. Not yeah, really. I, I suppose they could also pitch Internet loves him. Internet loves Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl got Squirrel Girl got an entire new run of comics recently just because of internet fandom. There's no other reason that. They yeah, but that. a run of comics, a multi-million-dollar movie. Those are do very different budgets. Yeah. I think the internet well, has a big gap. I think I'm guessing was a, a a run of comics just to see if there was still an interest in the character, yeah. and it sold really well. So. Yeah, but there's I'm people out there that are willing to watch a movie on it. You're missing the dot 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 profit. I guess. It's the three... It could. It could profit. Yeah. It could. It, it just has... A Maybe throw her in as like part of an ensemble cast. 
Yeah. Buy back the Fantastic Four, have a Sprawl Girl cameo. <laughs> Go, you know, just have a defeat Doctor Doom at some point in a flashback with squirrels, and then we'll be like, okay, I'm ready to see more of this. Yeah, that, that works. Throw yeah. Doctor Doom into another Fantastic Four film. Yeah, that worked for really <laughs> well. It worked so well. No, but only yeah. as, only as a flashback for like a four minute max length gag <laughs> to invo- to include Squirrel Girl and then get back to the plot. Have it as a recall thing. Yeah, you try you to pitch a Fantastic Four film after it flopped tremendously. Oh no, Marvel buy Fantastic Four back in the Oh yeah, did they not just do a new one? Yeah. 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 Flopped tremendously. Yes, so younger versions. It's really bad. Yeah, they still managed to f up the entire origin story of absolutely everyone, especially. Von Doom. I didn't even watch it. That's how bad it was. Like I've seen almost everything, even the bad ones that came out. I didn't mind Ghost Rider. It's not good. But I didn't I mind it, it, and Nicolas Cage just plays crazy. Perfect. I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's like no one else just think that guy's absolutely amazing. It's like a proper gamble. Anytime he's in a movie, you have no idea what you're gonna get. He could be Oscar worthy. He could be worse than an amateur actor. You've got no idea. He could flip-flop between the two stars throughout the film. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know. I don't like that degree of uncertainty. No, I love it. I, I quite enjoy. Great. I'm fully invested in just what is he going to do next because he has some fantastic moments in Kick-Ass that are just some of the most ridiculous acting I've ever seen. Yeah. His yeah. screaming while he's on fire in the first Kick-Ass movie is just the highlight of that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard, though. It's just so good. It's ridiculous. I loved uh, his, like, his performance in Weatherman as well. I don't know why I watched that movie. I literally watched it because it got Nick Cage in it and uh, Michael Caine. And it's, it's not a great movie, but it's got some of Nick Cage's like, most weird acting in it. Possible. It's got one of the strangest endings as well. So yeah, I want to see Nick Cage in more things. In fact, I did... I think... <laughs> wow. It's not something you hear very often. I want to see Nick Cage in more films. Yeah, he should be in more films. I think he's done enough. <laughs> Let the man have I, a rest. I because I, I made a, a reference to it on the last episode of the show. Just like a little mention, I thought I'll just put a link into the bottom of Nick Cage when he was going to be Superman for Superman Lives. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. I, I, I only thought the only things that existed of that were the images of him in the in the costume. And that was it. Turns out the link I actually provided, I learned at the same time. There's a whole documentary on the death of Superman Lives. Yeah. It's got all behind-the-scenes footage of Nick Cage in the suit and stuff and doing test shots. And the more I watch it, the more I'm like, yeah, I would have totally watched this. But it's not Superman at all. It's not even close to Superman, but it's Nick Cage it's being weird Nicholas in a blue Cage. costume. He's not meant to be Superman. He's wearing it... the strangest suit. Like, the way the... Was that not Kevin Smith who was supposed to have done Kevin it? Smith did a treatment of the script Yeah. where it got greenlit after Kevin Smith doing it. Then they brought Tim Burton on, and Tim Burton hates Kevin Smith. So he got rid of Kevin Smith and wrote a whole new script. And that script was then the one that got cancelled. Wow. Because terrible decisions got made. Good and a Tim bunch Burton. of things that the producer wanted in that script that made no sense. This producer clearly never read a Superman comic. One of the things he talked about was like how he really wanted a giant spider in the third act of the movie. Like, he's got to fight a giant spider. And like, Kevin was like, okay, I guess I'll, I'll make some shit up about being a Kryptonian spider or whatever. And... He was adamant that this giant spider thing had to happen. Superman Lives, got ca- Superman Lives, the movie that was never to be, got cancelled, and that producer went on to his next movie that he produced, being Wild Wild, Wild, West. Wild West, which in the third act has a giant spider that they fight. <laughs> so he got his giant spider fight. It makes slightly more sense. Yeah, that's why that happened. It's because this producer just like, I have all this money, I want to make a film, and <laughs> just had no idea what he was doing. Like, something has to fight a giant spider. Yeah, that that film was was not good. 
That story, by the way, is told way better by Kevin Smith himself in an audience with Kevin Smith, which <laughs> is available on Netflix. I'll link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Link to everything in the show notes after. Do you not fear that one day your entire show will just be links? <laughs> <laughs> it's slowly becoming that already. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to accept it as time goes on. And this week on the podcast, we it's links <laughs> for one hour and 30 minutes. The podcast has gone on such a long time at this point and there's stuff to cut in it, but it feels incomplete because we have no mystery link. Yeah. Like, part of me inside is like we have nothing discussing this is like an actual podcast now yeah it's become an actual show again it's what happens when Luke is hospitalised we have no and because we, none of us had actually prepared anything I, but Phil yeah. has an encyclopedic knowledge I do. of the dark side of the I internet Phil are... provided last week's link so oh, Phil yeah. actually before oh, we actually. continue is defend yourself for, <laughs> for last, week's, for last link. week's link I have a weird post that okay. I can discuss okay okay, okay so I can put a blue pin, and now it's time to visit the dark side of the internet. This week, <laughs> apparently provided by Joe. <laughs> so, because I spend a lot of time on the internet, I spent a lot of time in the last week looking at people hanging from things by their testicles. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> the worst one... Not ready for that. <laughs> ...was someone hanging from what can only be described as a meat hook. With his testicles oh. sandwiched between two <laughs> bits of Pyrex, and it was probably about less than a centimetre thick. And I'm sitting looking at this going, Your poor fucking wife. And it is horrific. There was a full album on our What the Fuck, because obviously. Oh, the cringe is real. It's perhaps yeah. one of the worst things. And it's repeated, and it's so old. And it's horrific. So there's one where it's his testicle sandwich, and the next one is just his cock. So his balls are out of the Pyrex, and he's dangling with his full body weight on his cock between Pyrex. Every week it gets more and more. <laughs> do we really want to include these things? I don't know. Or do we want to just say, if you want to see these things, you will have to find them yourself. I could provide links, but I don't want to provide this link. I think I've finally met my match. I, I, I can't put this on. I don't want to see I'm that. cringing thinking of it, yeah. We're going to fill a full cringe record right now. I don't want to see that. Uh, Chris, can you find Chris is sitting there with a massive smile on his face. He's <laughs> loving it. Is Chris the one in the links? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened, guys, was I got really bored last week and decided to make this week's segment. <laughs> you need to give us an excuse to paint a word picture and use that fantastic oh. jazz that I picked up for last week's show. <laughs> I don't think I want any more word pictures from that. That's oh. enough, isn't it? That's... I'm absolutely not digging yeah. a picture of it. There are, there are definitely darker parts of the internet than the ones that we've discussed so far. But I feel that for the... Are you saving them so we can ramp up? I, don't, <laughs> I just feel like we shouldn't ramp no, up. No, no! That's the one! That's the one! It was like, you know when you press flowers and you put them between two things? That's not good. So it was like, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was scary. 
Yeah, that's not great. I don't. Yeah. So I'm actually impressed that it appears that Phil did not know about this going in. I didn't know. That. No, I didn't. Know. This is this is this too is recent. To Phil. This is too recent for my internet knowledge to come. No, no, this is so old. It's unreal. You, this it, is like two thousand. Maybe we've got an active six. mental block on this. Oh, really? <laughs> this yeah, is, I never really looked for people hanging from their testicles because that doesn't. I didn't actively look for it. I say it doesn't appeal to me. Fish coming out of your ass doesn't appeal to me. But, <laughs> but putting know, them in is fine. It's different. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's shock porn. That's that's fish in separate. Well, that's that a separate thing which you can send to people and then laugh about. This is not a laughing matter. This is just like horrific. Are we eventually going to ramp up to doing a react on like two girls one cup? Is that the end game? I hope not. I mean, everyone's seen that anyway. That's not. That's not. I haven't. Really? I have actively, yeah, throughout my entire university <coughs> web browsing career, roommates of mine. No, no, no! No, no. Oh. <laughs> no please, no. Okay, the, the way it goes, I've heard the music and the sound to that video a number of times whilst being in the same room as my roommate showing the video to people that had not seen it. And I took pleasure from watching the reactions on the faces of everyone else whilst never actively the having watched the video. The reactions are definitely better than the video. I know what the video is about, but I've never seen it and I will keep it that way forever. But I remember vividly the face of every person shown that video yeah. at university. That's all I need to see. I've seen people that we have never expected to have seen anything close to that in their lives give the best reaction to that video. The utter, utter like, just shock and <laughs> appall. Also, Lucas comes. <laughs> no! What? Stop this! Uh, no! God, no! I made you look at it. It's worse. Genital mutilation is is no. Don't don't. <laughs> she just did like a little okay thing with her fingers there. As I said, genital mutilation is. <laughs> it's definitely not okay. It's, yeah, it's not something I look up. It's, it's not something I looked at on purpose. It was in a Reddit thread of what's the most fucked up thing that you've ever seen on the internet. Yeah, at least, yeah. at least we have got some closure to this week's episode now of fucked up shit. Oh, Joe's Joe has provided us with what Luke could not. We still have his band from telling segment. him about it because he can't handle the laughter or being grossed out. Wow. Oh. Okay. Which is really annoying because I literally just saved that picture to my phone, so now I have to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, first of all, I might send it privately to Briggy. I am not going to include any links to this section on this week's episode. Unless specifically there is listener feedback of people wanting the links included. Yeah. I'm looking, like, there's one particular person who has put comments on on now. Who I guess you can see his name because he commented on the last episode. Uh, but there's a, a guy called Darren out there who has, who has given a lot of feedback to the show. So we kind of, <laughs> you know steered it in the direction it's gone to some degree <laughs> to the fact he's the only person so far who a bit of feedback from last week's episode when asking Luke how much how much would it cost him mm. to, to, to recreate the events of last week's link yep. we started talking about we set up a, a you know a GoFundMe and I, I, money, I, I asked listeners if we set one up how much would they play <laughs> and Darren has very generously commented on that section of last week's episode with £10 is what he would put on for Luke to recreate the events of the video oh, well. so we're going to need more listeners if everyone gives in £10 we're still going to need more but it, it is a start I'm not giving a tenner for Luke to essentially violate my goldfish <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because we didn't reference 
The big goldfish on last week's show, but now we're actually in the same room. As we're the, in the same room as the goldfish. We can look at it. Oh, now we've got a sense of scale. That's that is a large yeah, fucking goldfish. That's yeah, it's, a wee it's, bit more, it's I think. the size of a child's fist. A lady's <laughs> fist. Yeah. It's like yeah. Deadpool reference. <laughs> Which was one of the most horrifying. <laughs> it feels huge in this hand. <laughs> oh dear. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. So, I, for no amount of money, would I recreate what's in that picture? Yeah. See, I would see. What I was no, I wouldn't do that. What was what reminded me of it was the thought that. For the Christmas episode, we were saying Luke has to recreate all the links yeah. he's brought in. But yeah. since Luke didn't bring this one in, it won't be yeah. Luke recreating it. And to be fair to him... And since Chris is the one whose laptop it was on when he showed us, yeah. for the Christmas episode, Chris now has to dangle <laughs> from his genitals. Well, I feel like, yeah... It's Joe, technically Joe's link. do this one, which she can't do. Yeah. So Chris so, has to sub in for her, and, right? And to be fair to Luke, as much as I wouldn't want to do the fish thing... That Luke that link didn't come from Luke, so. So I think you've got to do the fish thing. <laughs> so I would have to do the fish thing. Well, I. So definitely not Luke, Luke so far has to watch Minecraft porn, <laughs> uh, followed by. I did that one for uh, free. Followed by a bout of uh, handjob karaoke. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure you'd enjoy. Then we switch to Phil, who then has to have fish in like anus. An enjoyable evening. Then <laughs> 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 Chris needs to dangle from his genitals. Oh. Joe needs to, yeah. Dangle me from Joe, my genitals. Joe needs to flatten her penis. Oh, wait, she can't do that. What is she? I've seen so both of those images. Week, but Joe can then do Christmas. That's right, guys. If you're thinking of sending in a link, yes. don't, because we will make you do it. <laughs> we will find you, and we will make you be part of this. That's Sorry. right, man in Germany or Poland or wherever you are. We we'll get you. We marching. It's we've, fine. We've had two in Germany, two in Norway, and like six in the US. And like Actually, say that. Something from from the UK. The Germans would probably be up for half of the stuff anyway. Wow! So. wow. And Wait, no one doing this. I'm not Sorry. sure anyone's up for the mystery link thing. Oh, I don't no. think anyone's up for I'm that. not putting that one in this one. If you want to look for that, like what, what search did you have to put in to find that? Man flattens penis. Man, Man flattens hangs penis. from testicles. Hangs from, hangs from testicles. testicles. Yeah. Google that and end up on a list somewhere. If you come across a picture of a man hanging from his testicles with some Pyrex dishes... Send it to! <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have found said link? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and we censor that link. We do. We censor that link. It wouldn't work anyway, but yeah, thank you. However, bringing, that, that, that swiftly brings us to the end of this week's show. You say that you're going to cut it way. More <laughs> we'll you see ask, how much makes it in as per usual. You asked for I weird really shit on the on internet. Sunday. What? You asked for weird internet shit. Mm. I know. I provided weird internet shit. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Oh, this whole segment's going in. I'm just going to censor bits of it, like, like that link right there. Like uh, the ones that are on your Facebook right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's the end of this week's show. I think it was still fairly good, even without Luke and Paul. Better, some might say. It different. Was, it, it was different. Yeah. yeah. I, I miss Paul's... Giggles. Happiness and his, his jolliness that he brings. <laughs> and this Luke's creepiness. <laughs> is that what he brings to the table? That, as a listener, you're like, yeah, creepy Luke. Creep, creepiness and the elections. It is a special type of we creepiness. We have no idea what's happening in the... Mm. So, so Luke, Luke brings the creep, 
Paul <laughs> brings the charm. Mm. Briggy brings the volume. Yes. Yeah. Briggy brings the noise. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a this generation's Brian Blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Like I yes. said before the show. That He's determined to have that joke in the <laughs> <laughs> Resurrecting it so it goes in. Notice we didn't laugh this time. No. Um, it got a much better reception before the podcast. Believe me, it got a way better reception before the podcast. They were laughing for hours. It was funny once. It delayed the intro. Maybe. We had a giggle. <laughs> I don't know who Brian Blessed is, so it was never funny for me. Do you not? What? And next week, educating Joe. <laughs> I'll educate all of you more. No, oh. <laughs> no thanks. I don't think that's an even trait. I don't feel like I think we're bringing something specifically more value to the yeah. table with Brian Blessed than than cock trapped in whatever you bring next time. Yeah. Oh, I was actually going to bring spiders coming out of a penis, but apparently you don't like. Oh. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Still going to Google that before next week and. It's just that Luke is the poor imitation of me. <laughs> <laughs> Luke is Joe Filtered. <laughs> that's not a good thing. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> Considering both of your faces yeah. during that segment. Wow. Yes. So with that, it's probably a good idea that we end the show now. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Capture the Frag. Um, if you want to contact us and send in links, no one has done so. You could be the first. You'll win a prize of being mentioned on the podcast, I guess. It is podcast at geesecodex.net. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you can also leave a comment down below in the SoundCloud, like some people have done before, Phil being the very first person to comment. The first oh, email in now as well. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's not the first for everything. This is now emailing directly to the podcast. <laughs> that is podcast at geekscodex.net or leave a comment down below in SoundCloud, which we are still on because they have not yet gone bankrupt and, and vanished. They're so, bankrupt, they're just not shut. Yeah, they're just not closed yet. <laughs> We're going to run out of SoundCloud until it's gone. I'm still giving them some money. And... Uh, we have a Steam group now, which I did link in the last show notes, but didn't mention on the show, so you can find us at steamcommunity.com slash ctfpodcast, I think it is. It's down below anyway for the, the real link. Sorry if you download this, you'll have to go to the actual page and have to look at it. And we don't have a Twitter yet, which I haven't bothered doing. So, we're on some social media. And we're still squatting UK Otaku's Facebook page, because no one's banned me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Nuge, I've been trying to contact you and you keep ignoring me, so I'm gonna keep squatting the page until you back. I've genuinely tried to start talking to him, it's it's still there, we're still on there now, so we keep getting a lot of views. So yeah, that was Capture Frag episode five. I have been your ever present host Briggy. I have been joined by Phil, Chris, Joe. And we will see you next week. Capture the frag. See, hopefully Luke survives. (laughs) You say that. Get well soon, Luke. Get well soon, Luke. If you're not already well by the time you hear this. Man up, Paul. (laughs) 
It's only a funny joke if he doesn't actually die, guys. It's sincerely less funny if Paul dies from the cold. It's only episode five, you can't start killing people off already. It's Game of Thrones up in here. That's not true. Ain't no one make it to the end of season one. We're too attached to Luke, had to kill him all he was growing oh. more popular than Briggy was. <laughs> it's not alone. That's fine. If I'm, if I'm constantly, in, you know, an unpopular character, I'll survive to the end. <laughs> it's being too loved by the fans that gets you killed. We know that's also not true. 